ex-boys fans it's henry just wanted to give you a quick message before the season two premiere remember we have social media we got instagram we got twitter both are at ex-boys pod leave us a message we want to hear from you questions concerns comments send your love maybe send your hate i would prefer you didn't but you know maybe some some light criticism if we can handle that people have been leaving some comments bobby talia we see you thank you for your love thank you for your support and keep it up and without further ado john and andrew are about to join me for the season two opener till death do us part oh my god all right bye everybody Yeah, yeah, woo! My name is Henry. I'm Andrew. I'm John. And well, (laughs) we formed the Expo. What the fuck just happened? You okay? Gotta restart. I hit (laughs) it. Sorry about that, folks. Okay, ready? I hit this, which soloed that track, which is nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh yeah, what's up? It's Henry. And I'm Andrew. I'm John. And together, you know who we are, the X-Boys. Season two. And we're season two. We're X-Boys season two, and we're back in town. And we're pretty excited about it. We're not the only ones back in town for season two. Who's back? I mean, I think it's all of our favorite mutant. Who? Morph. Morph is oh. morphing back into our lives yeah. Yeah. in this season. We haven't seen him since the second episode of the first season, and here he is back in season two. But before we get too far ahead, mm-hmm. let's get into the episode. How was your summer break? <laughs> well, I spent the entire time writing letters to the X-Men writers. Bring back Morph for season two, and uh, yeah, looks like it worked. We're just going to act like this is all in real time. Looks yeah. like we're we watching. did it. This is all airing in real all time. All thanks to you guys and your love for Morph. Uh, go go hashtag X X boy boy mafia. We did it, guys. He's back. It is pretty crazy that that they started the second season dedicating it fully to morph a character who didn't exist. Yeah, and you know didn't really have much of an impact at all. But they retroactively <laughs> he sucked, and everyone universally kind of hated him. And they were like, "Well, I guess we got to try and make this guy popular because." He's a piece of shit. No one likes him. This is perfect. You're, te- you're, you're teeing me up so beautifully. Okay, so I have an excerpt from Eric Lee Walt's book. Showrun- oh, yes. Showrunner of... Shed the Wisdom hey, of the Masters. Hey, isn't that called Previously on X-Men? Previously on, written by Eric Lee Walt. Love that and book. And here is an entire paragraph dedicated to our boy Morph, Andrew. <laughs> and then there was Morph. We had wow. worked so hard to get the okay to kill him in the opening story. We chose to make him likable and then to kill him so that the team would mourn him sincerely. Yes. We picked the character originally written as Changeling from the depths of Marvel history. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Changeling had only been in a handful of books before he gave his life to save Charles Xavier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we always looked for this sort of connection. Our creative team had based our, cred- our credibility on an insistence that violent struggle can have deadly consequences mm. on our choice to really allow a lead cast member to die. More than one fan has told me that Morph's death was a moment that they knew X-Men the Animated Series was different, that it was special. Then a few weeks into writing season two, I got the call from Fox Network, and it seems that when they asked for their favorite X-Man, season one, 
younger kids viewers had overwhelmingly chosen more. No way. Whoa. We had made him too likable. Or maybe oh. as the jester among the team of intense fighters for the good, he stood out. For whatever reason, we were given an ultimatum, but a serious requ- not an ultimatum, but a serious request. Could we please find a way to bring Morph back? Oh my god. Yes. Was- oh my god. Like and he's not even in the second episode at all. He's only in yep. that first one. Like that's where he gets to oh no i guess he dies at the beginning of the second one right the second part of night and sentinels but still like oh my well, god back to henry's team he says yeah but we hated the idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were like i need to sleep he says we felt like we were cheating our audience uh i don't remember how we got past our concerns but we did in the end the audience forgave us this cheat when we used Morph's return to show a damaged, struggling, darker Morph, it worked beautifully. Yes, exactly. And fit with Mr. Sinister. Yep. And it, it ties in yeah. perfectly with the way he works in the comics because he's always taking like old, battered up characters and being like, hey, I can help you out, you know, mm-hmm. for a price. Well, here's the deal. I think that I should speak on this since I was so anti-Morph. Mm-hmm. I am full pro-Morph. And, it, and, it, and it's because of these two episodes. Yep. Oh, this is big. Thank you. Congratulations. I'm bowing. I think I can retire now. There's a big part of why, though. First of all, it works great in the story. Sto- story. Sorry. Sorry! Um, <laughs> one of the main reasons, though, is that we really get to see Morph's true potential and true power. And he infiltrates X-Mansion. Single-handedly. Spoilers, single-handedly. Unravels the team from within. And so well. Like, like it's a flaw a borderline flaw his part of the plan goes by flawlessly it's sinister's part that kind of messes up but we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah but i really respect him i think he's awesome me and the more morph army knew that morph was coming back we just fucking knew it i knew he was coming back at some point i did not realize it was the opener of season two and they also tee him up for like a season long potential arc oh you remember how i said i had his action figure growing up it was morph really was brought back because of people like me oh probably bought the action Mm -hmm. figure you know, like Fox probably saw those action figure sales numbers mm-hmm. in there, and like they didn't think the fact that kids were trying to buy like three action figures for the price of one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, with the Cyclops head yeah. and Wolverine. Head. Yep, <laughs> they're just like, oh man, they love more. I mean, I have one. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's a fair point. Um, you know what? Let's get right into it. Yeah. So we start in a very, very smoky foggy mysterious room what's mm. going on here it's like ruins you know like uh, columns and smoke and the columns. title comes up on the screen till death do us part huh what's going on and out of, out of the darkness out of the fog we see a red beam cyclops hunting something blasting and who is it wolvie they're fighting. Wolverine's fighting Cyclops? Why? And he's also fighting him in a tuxedo with a pink bow tie. I need a Wolverine tuxedo action figure. That'd be great. I know. I ideally, ideally torn half torn. Yeah. Just Not half just torn. any tuxedo. The pink the fucking, pink. Uh, what do you call it? Boutier? Bo- uh, bow tie? <laughs> oh, that, that's how you say it in Cajun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But before we can get our bearings, uh, we cut to a wedding where Cyclops and Jean are getting married. So wait, if Cyclops is getting married, surely he can't be fighting Wolverine in some sort of rubble. Snap back to reality. You're mine. You want to bet? They're blasting away. Wolverine runs up to Cyclops and stabs him right in the chest. Right in the heart. What the 
freak. But then there's sparks on. flying everywhere. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the hologram of Cyclops sort of disappears, and you can see that he's actually fighting a robot that yes. was sort of modeled after Cyclops. So we're starting oh, so. to piece it together. He's in the freaking danger. Wolverine's getting some steam out because he is really upset that Jean Grey and Cyclops are getting married, and he cannot handle it. And he can't even be at the wedding. I mean, I think that's kind of his bad not be at the wedding be in the wedding uh, yeah i mean yeah he's got he's wearing he's wearing the tux of the people that's matching he, he, that's yeah. a fucked up thing to do man like to be in some to invited to be in someone's wedding and to not show and instead go i'm gonna go to our digital training room and where i'm fight gonna the fight groom. the groom because i'm jealous <laughs> he's just i mean like, and what's even sadder is he was like almost he, he he got dressed up like he was yeah. al- he was probably walking out the door and he was like i can't his berserker this. rage was like just too much for him to mm-hmm. be able to control so uh there's some there's a bunch more of them fighting cyclops robot grows up into a sentinel he yeah, turns into like a sentinel. sentinel cyclops it's, robot almost. it's pretty it's really, sweet it's really cool yeah um they go back and cut back to the wedding they're married they did it yeah and then we see we see our boy gambit and he goes whoop, up to gene where i come from we always kiss the bride mm, do they smooch are we sure about that <laughs> Are we sure that's a thing? Wonderful. Sees Rogue. We always kiss the bridesmaids, too. Ooh. This ain't Cajun country, hun. Zip those lips. So, like, so like at Cajun weddings, <laughs> are, is everyone just making out with each other? Look, well, you got to start your characters at a really low point at the beginning of the oh, season. Okay. And so Gambit's in the gutter right now. He started yeah. off terribly. Wolverine looks like bad. shit. Our boys are down. Emotionally, they are very down. Yeah. But you know who's not down? Cyclops. He's on top of the world. Because his best friend, the priest, is there. Aren't you coming to the reception, Reverend? <laughs> if only I could, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. Pleasant dreams. So why would a priest say pleasant dreams? If my <laughs> priest who just married me ever said that to me at my wedding, I would just be like, get out. Why did he say pleasant dreams? Get out, get out away? right now. But he's like leaving. He's like, pleasant dreams. Like what? Like Morph is trying to be a priest. He doesn't really get it. Yeah, spoilers. That's Morph. Yeah. He walks out and he keeps saying that. He says, miles to go before I sleep. From Death Proof. Tarantino fans. Robert Frost, but yeah, okay. (laughs) I literally didn't know that. And I was just like, oh, he's doing the, he's doing the The Death Proof poem. (laughs) (laughs) Stopping by Woods on a snowy evening by Robert Frost. One of the the most simple, most famous poems. Kurt Russell wrote it. (laughs) Um, so the priest, uh, says sweet dreams and yeah. he's walking and through the cemetery out. as he then turns into morph into and morph. And that's the big reveal. To himself Isn't that the big reveal? Yeah. First yeah. time we oh, see him yeah. and we're like, yes. Oh my God. Morph is back. He's got a little bit more yellow of a complexion, some purple around the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not looking so hot. He, he doesn't look sick. like his normal jolly self. Um, one main point I really want to talk about, which is addressed more later in episode two, but. So technically, because Morph is the priest, Gene and Scott weren't actually married. Yes, and Scott like is so angry about it. Yeah, that's it. addressed. Like, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god, it's <laughs> my favorite. At the end of season two, it's Gene's like, like, "Yeah, but we're not we made really married. We made it out. We finally did it. Like everything's great." He's like unmarried, and she's like, "Yeah, but like it's cool. Like we still love each other." He's like. <sighs> I guess <laughs> he's just such an asshole. All the, you don't understand, Gene. He's really angry in this episode. Later on, uh, yeah. or I guess in the second episode, which we can get to. But You're right. Yeah, we'll he, get there. My my perfect day is ruined. 
Tonight was the night I was going to burst. <laughs> it's, yeah, he was going to burst. And it's all about him all the time. Oh, man. All right. You know, in the comics, uh, Cyclops <laughs> oh. and Jean actually... Bursted quite a bunch. <laughs> he, bu- he busts a lot. Uh, uh, they actually hadn't gotten married yet at this point by the time this episode had come out. They when wouldn't they get, get married in the comics until about a year later. Oh, hmm. Eric Leewald in the book also said that he wanted them to be seven months pregnant when the show opened. Oh, Jesus. Season two. He and his wife had just welcomed a, a newborn baby, and they were like oh. really baby crazy, which you can tell with Sinister. Oh, making yeah. Making a baby, and Whoa. then like yeah. even the fucking Morlock wanted to make a baby with Cyclops, the perfect baby. Everyone wants to make a baby with Cyclops. Yeah. I yeah. mean, those are also like directly pulled from comic references, but yeah, no, yeah. Com- babies, man. Babies. Leewald had babies on the brain. All right, well, let's get political. We see Kelly, <laughs> our good oh. friend, Senator Kelly. But guess what? He's not a senator He's anymore. He's being sworn in as El Presidente. He became president. Good for him. Well, I mean, he did. Well, he, okay, so he pardoned he was like a cent- He became sort of a centrist candidate after he was kidnapped yeah. by a bunch of giant robots and almost had his bla- brain replaced by a microchip, but. Yeah, so he, he gets sworn in as president. Beast also explains that, uh, that uh, he pardons him. He let him out of jail, and then he pardoned him, and everything was all good. He's pro mutant. Yeah, after because he saw the as good soon as Beast walks do. in, like Xavier immediately goes up to him, and he's like, "Any word from the president, please, Beast? Tell us about the president. You just saw the president." But actually, like, Andrew, okay, before he tells him that, Gene uh, throws the bouquet. Beast, of course. And Beast catches it. If you're it. going to be the next to marry, perhaps we should start calling you Mister McCoy. What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Damn. Now, (laughs) is it a Shut up, idiot. He talks too much. (laughs) No. Okay, fine. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. No, not you. (laughs) What? Say it. Is it a coincidence that Beast quotes Romeo and Juliet? Another play about a doomed marriage. This is why Andrew is Beast in in our podcast art. Because he's like, this guy's on to something. <laughs> I'm telling you, these writers know what they're doing, no, man. No, they know right. the references they're pulling. The Beast references in particular, I'm convinced, they're are great. all extremely specifically oh, for sure. selected for every single And situation. every book he's reading, yeah. It all means something. Everything means something. But I'm with you, Henry. The guy can't have a normal conversation no. with anyone ever. They're like, good job, Beast. He's like, well, to quote the bard. That's why I relate to him so much. <laughs> it's like everyone's like, hey, Andrew, how's it going? Well, to quote Chris Claremont when he was <laughs> yeah. writing Uncanny. X-Men 271. <laughs> um, okay, we actually skipped over a little thing, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, uh, we see Kelly getting sworn in, and as that happens, a, a human man mm, yeah. is dressing up as a mutant, as like a scary big yeah, guy. He's putting on gl- like glove, like claws. And... It looks like Halloween version of, mm-hmm. like a Halloween costume store version of yeah. Wolverine. It's yeah. weird. And then we see uh, Kelly again, and he's addressing the people at a little press conference in like a town hall thing. He's talking about like what he's going to do for mutants and stuff, and Beast yeah. in particular, setting him free and all and that. And I think this is where he says he pardoned Beast. He's yeah. like, mutants are pretty all right. And we see a guy in the audience he is not happy. And he's got a badge that says Friends of Humanity on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you know the comics, you know Friends of Humanity aren't any friends at all. Well, I was going to guess that they were nice guys, but I don't think that they are. And guess who busts in? It's that fake-ass mutant. He's breaking shit. He's going, Yep. He just starts things. screaming through. And then this other guy who, who you know, was sort of talking into a little walkie, a little walkie-talkie. Creed. He sort of shouts out. He's like, hey, you said you were going to protect us from mutants. Propaganda. 
He's mm-hmm. creating propaganda because then he goes, You mutant stage, lover. Yeah, stage one is complete. Begin stage two. Initiate stage he two. He yells that part too. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, right. says, he says, this is Creed. Now, fans of the comics will recognize that name Creed. No, I don't. You you don't? No. N- neither of you know. Okay. It's Michael B. Jordan to me. <laughs> or what's from the original? Oh, uh, What's the actor? Uh, from Rocky? Uh, Predator, Rocky, uh, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Chubbs. What a guy. Chubbs. And another thing is that like Creed, he showed up in the comics like around this time. So like the writers of the show were using like extremely current comic book storylines in crafting a lot of this season, actually. There's a lot of stuff that happens later on, too, um, that's like was published like maybe months prior, if not at the Damn. exact same time that these that this show was coming out. That's like in modern times the equivalent of like an anime and a and a manga. Like that shit yeah. just happens all the time. But yeah. like so many and and shows have straight up ended because they they can't produce the issues of the manga like fast enough. Wow. I wish we had that problem here. With I wish that <laughs> yeah, things were know. being ripped so exactly from the comics. Like, could right. you imagine if there was like an animated series that was like doing exact runs of stuff? I mean, like, It'd be awesome. I think the closest equivalent we have to that is probably like Warner Brothers like films, like mm-hmm. their their animated yeah. films, yeah. like especially like their yeah, like, do a lot their of, like, DC the animated stuff is like it's very current, like adapting the exact like exactly as the way it was written and. But yeah, Creed and the Friends of Humanity were both like super current, recent creations in the comic books when this came out. Back to the danger room. Wolverine's like, wow, these robots really smell good. And then Gene walks in. He does say that. Oh, he does. <laughs> yeah, he literally says that. But no, they, the, the, like, mm, these robots they're not actually robots, right? Like, don't they disappear like holograms? It's really, I'm yeah, it's so no, fucking no, confused. No, no, no. They're trying to have it it's both ways. Both. Yeah, I think they're oh, trying wait. to have it both ways. I You're think right. Yeah. He they, says that and they disappear they off disappear. of disappear. So it must it, all just be holograms. Yeah, but, but that does also doesn't make sense because sometimes why would the like, hologram of Cyclops turn into another right. hologram of a robot? It, it, and why does it hurt? I think we probably shouldn't think about this. Well, it's like I in, want answers. Yeah. Like in the comics, like in the older comics, the Danger Room is like all mechanical constructs. It's like all robots. It's all. But then in the later iterations, as they sort of gotten, I think it was kind of in the nineties was when they transitioned it more to like a hologram type of thing. I mean, Star Trek: Next Generation probably helped a lot with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I, I like to think of it as like a mix of both, but yeah. it also, if you think about it that way, they're going to be spending so much fucking money just replacing all these. I mean, well, he re- has regard- to be stabbing a physical thing with the rope with like that robot. Well, that's like the concept of hard light is that like you can create different consistencies. No by like beams of fucking light. way. <laughs> and I've already said this before last season, but when like mm-hmm. Spider-Man Far From Home, when he when it's like Mysterio's little turrets, like yeah. Is, yeah. are they creating water? Or like, what is, is it? A hologram? Like, like people are getting wet. The Universal Studios Water World, like they just bomb the water and and then the water splashes up. And mm, then okay, I whatever. I I don't want to get into the danger room. It's an animated show, right? Regardless of whether it's hard light or or mechanical, neither of those things can create smell. And Wolverine oh. is sniffing around, and he smells Jean Grey's perfume. He's like, something smells hot, yeah. and it's Jean in her. Full bridal dress. It's like a wedding very dress. emotionally charged conversation. She she wanted him to see her like that. She oh, was flexing yeah. on him bad. Well, yeah, because like he, she was like, "Look, I look this good, and you didn't show up to my wedding." Like, Actually, fuck, it's fucked up. Yes, it's he's Wolverine is a bad friend in this episode. No, it's fucked. Like I am starting to understand more of Cyclops' perspective in season one, where he kept talking about how Wolverine. But he's like really in love with her. I get it. Yeah, it's a problem. And he's really sorry about it. True. (laughs) Yeah, he is. We missed you at the wedding. I I must have lost track of time. Ooh. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. 
Sorry. This music. Jean, I still... I have to go. Oh, my God. Scott and I, we have to catch a plane. You didn't have to yep. bring him up. It's breaking my heart. You had to bring him up. We have to catch a plane. God, Wolverine just must be so tortured right now. It's just really bad that she showed up. Like, you know he... You know he didn't want to be there. Yeah. And it was painful. And then she's just like, hmm, smell me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, you know who else is tortured? Morph. Morph, Back baby. to Morph. Morph's in a shitty apartment, losing his mind. He's torn up. Yeah. And he's cor screaming. correct me if I'm wrong, but his face is shifting, too. Yes. His The eye bags. He's that, going back and forth yes. from sort of normal morph to evil morph. Yes. Something is physically changing in him. He's he, there's a, There's an inkling of an old rational morph in there somewhere by the way last time i'm gonna mention this action figure i promise <laughs> there was evil morph head and good morph really oh Ooh, that's scary yeah but yeah he's just rolling on the bed of this crappy hotel room just screaming questioning why his friends abandoned him why did they leave no! him to die he's my friend they were all my friends i don't want to hurt them ah! but why did they abandon me why did they leave me to die no. Why? This is what we were asking ourselves in the first episode. Well, let's take them back. We go back in time and we see that fateful day when Morph was just, we actually see him now get shot. Mm -hmm. He gets shot by like at least three different Sentinels at once. Yeah. The fact that he's not just instantly vaporized yeah. is uh, shocking. And the tried and true way of showing that you're injured in X-Men, the animated series, is to show your chest like exposed. Yeah. Yes. That's how you know you're really fucked and up. And to roll a little. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of roll and lay, lay on the ground for a bit. So he gets blasted and rolls into some bushes, and I guess that was enough for them not to investigate after. Cyclops is like, he's definitely dead. He, I don't see him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think that Cyclops is feeling threatened by yeah. Morph's presence on the team because mm -hmm. he's so powerful. You know what? I'm on board with you guys now, so I'm into that. Yeah! <laughs> oh, we got him. He's threatened. He, he doesn't like it at all. All right, so this brings me to... I, I hate to be a, a downer here. Huh. My issue with these two episodes okay and, and it'll be a theme as we go on okay they blow their reveals a little too soon well they hint here are you talking about yeah we know he's not like meaning to do this it's so much more fucked up if we think like you hide the ball on this and he's like it is kind of subtle sorry what are you talking about like maybe the shift between <clears throat> like good doing and the golem back and forth oh i see what you're saying takes but away it, from it so just you want to keep the mystery morph. i thought you were going to talk about the whole sinister thing but okay, well, okay. that comes up too well in this flashback he's he's laying on the ground and you see a mysterious shadow like walk up to him and yeah. you don't really know yeah does he speak did he say something? I think he says something. he maybe says something but you don't see who it is and he's like hey you looking good and then <laughs> and then his and then his eyes were not black, and then you cut back to him, and he's, like, angry again, and they shift again. Yeah. So it's not... Okay. I, I, I'll i say this. If I was a kid watching this, I might not fully get it yet, that there's that there's something off. Yeah, but do you want to see someone walk up to his corpse and do something, or do you want to mm. just think he woke up and it has a vendetta know. he's been building... Like, oh, so you you don't you specifically don't like the reveal that there was someone who was responsible yes. for this? Yeah, I think it's cool. You'd rather it just be just okay. You can he, have that eventually. He's but conflicted. Just, he yeah. wants to hurt his friends, but yeah. he doesn't know why. Okay, I got it. It yeah. feels pretty early Honestly, in the episode. Cool. Yeah, but I, I, get that. I think I'm pretty sure this is the only amount 
of sinister that we see in this episode. No, you see him at the end. Yeah, and and he's so they have to tap him is what you're saying. It's a shadow. Yeah. It's the, literally a shadow. You don't. It's even at know the who very he is. very end though. Yeah. We only see him again at the very very end of this first one. So I, you got to think with like you know uh, Fox executive brain of like this is the first episode of season two. We got to make sure we sort of tee up who our big villain is and make sure that mm-hmm. we people know he exists. Also, maybe it's just some guy that is like. Hey, I'm here to heal you. And then Morph is angry at the X Men all on his own. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it wasn't a bug that was put into his forehead. Well, he's not the only one who's <laughs> angry because anti mutant violence is breaking out throughout the streets. It's the chaos. Friends of Humanity are just attacking people. They're attacking mutants who don't even have powers, who aren't You know even what special. I call them? I don't call them the Friends Against Humanity. You mean I the call them the F O. Yeah. I call, the, <laughs> I call them the FOHs. You know what I call them? Foes. <laughs> Oh, They're foes wow. of humanity. No, no. Yes. No, no. Yes. No. Yeah, we're fighting for the no, soundboard rights. No. I think it's fa, dude. Fa, uh. dude. <laughs> well, do you guys know do you guys know that mutant that they attack? I know you oh, guys yeah, don't. Oh, it's my favorite Oh, one. he's a murloc. Little or, bitty sorry, <laughs> murloc. <laughs> Shit. Little bitty Yeti boy. It says Mur- it says Murlocs in my notes, and I don't know if you guys know what Murlocs are, but they're in Hearthstone and War- World of Warcraft and shit. Okay. They're little fish people. You got to pivot it back to the X-Men. That's Whoops. The rule. These are some Morlocks that we haven't seen since Morlocks. Captive Hearts <laughs> of, epi- of Season 1, Episode 5, I think. I don't um, remember seeing Little Yeti Boy. Though. Well, this guy wasn't here, and his name is not Little Yeti oh, okay. Boy, although that's a yes, good one. It is. His name is Mole. <laughs> it is now. You want to know why his name's Mole? Because he, he looks like one. Because he can dig, sort of. It's called it's quote unquote burrowing. But what he does is he can make like so. If I wanted to escape out of this wall right here, he could like make an opening in that wall and then like go through it and then close it behind him. Kind so, of like what Jean Grey did in the season finale of season one when they are escaping the blast in the volcano area where Master Mold is. Do you recall when Master Mold blows up? And then they're running away. Oh, yeah. Gene opens the wall. They run inside. Yeah. Gene closes it behind them, and they live. And then Cyclops says, I won't leave him again. <laughs> so that's all Mole can do is that specific ability. <laughs> Wish they had Mole on that mission. Why didn't he do it right here instead of getting fucking worked? Yeah. It's a great question. Instead, they decided to say he didn't even have powers, which is just uh, an insult uh, to Mole fans everywhere. Leewald. Yeah, all of our you got some man- You got some questions happy. to answer about Mole. We get a check-in with our two favorite Morlocks, Andrew. Their names are... Ape and Tommy. Yes. <laughs> Tommy, yes. Tommy. Tommy Remember 2D is Tommy. 2D, yes. 2D Tommy, yeah. yeah. Ape was what? I'm glad, I'm glad these characters are sticking with you guys now. Mm-hmm. Ape, is a, he's the shapeshifter. He, he turns shit. into a trash oh. can as these pe- as they're trying to kill him. Oh, right. <laughs> That's the only thing you can do is turn into a trash can. So uh, this is an important part. There's a camera crew basically watching this happen. Yeah. They're watching these, these FOH members just going crazy in the streets hunting down mutants it's pretty scary like buildings are on fire but the news crews are are framing it as like these attacks are kind of self-defense against mutants yes when really they're hunting them down and that's just not the case all of this feels super crazy relevant in like the weirdest way mm-hmm. like with the whole like violence violence in the streets and like oh antifa protect, antifa and like protecting <laughs> yourself and like you yeah. know uh, the assault on the Capitol and like Fox News and like all of this stuff is just so it's more relevant now than it was when it came out. Do you feel like it's a step backwards from Sentinels? Like the true progression should be you do the human extremists, then you build to the big machines. 
maybe humanity is more scary than anything we could make that up is in the our escalation own minds. yeah exactly because yeah. like what's what's harder to ch- like it's easy to kill a bunch of robots but what you have to change the minds of hateful people you know what that's us, that's a much bigger foe i didn't know season two us are like deep and shit Look at yeah us. well us idiots can keep you. talking about it or we could let xavier and storm talk about it now his followers feel betrayed mm. so often in our history unhappy misguided Kelly's people followers, have created by the way. scapegoats blaming those that are different for the problems in their own lives it is an evil in men's hearts that must be fought if we stand up to the troublemakers, they will give up their cruel designs. Mm. If we fail, their intolerance will grow and many could perish. Right. Oh, the make her the leader. Line. Oh, and please excuse private me. video line. So Storm here is she's advocating for like we have to attack them head on. We have to cut the head off of the snake, right? Well, no, I think she was kind of saying like it's like a two a double-sided sword like a, 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 a Double-edged sword. <laughs> I think what she was, yes. I think what she was trying to say was that, like, there's no correct way that this goes down. Like, right. It's like either we attack them head yeah. on and try to get and try to make this stop, or we let nothing happen and watch as it. That's how gets I worse. read it. But yeah, I don't. But even going head on could still lead to more violence. She's like, we're gonna hurt them. We could end up hurting them, and then we just look like assholes anyway. Yeah, it's a lose lose. And at the end there, the little video line goes off. That's Xavier's little secret uh, Surprise, surprise. Xavier gets another secret video call with a secret thing that he's got to secretly go off and do. Don't you dare try to peek in my office. Yeah. (laughs) I have to go return some videotapes. He literally always says it like that, though. It's always, I have to go. (laughs) Mm, I have a Zoom. Say it more sketchy, man. So he goes into his office, and who is it? A staticky video of magneto covered in flames and he's like brother baby terrible violence you. yeah it's <laughs> hurry she's like i need you and and there's meet me at these coordinates yeah his and coordinates are randomly just like on the screen burned into the screen and yep. xavier's like i'm smart he i'll do- go do that he does not question it for a second and just dips no because he cares about magneto so deeply but then we go back to magneto on the other end of that line and Ma- what's this magneto's in a hotel room and he is in front of a video screen and he changes into Morph and it's Morph who's manipulating Xavier into leaving? Morph invented green screen. Well, more than... <laughs> no, he, it's we actually call it, We should not. call it a Morph screen because it can morph into yeah. anything you want it to. Oh, yeah. Because it, like it was like a flat screen TV or something. Mm-hmm. I won't Yeah, it was like a video it. screen behind him. That, that was that was some X Men Danger Room technology that we won't get yeah, into. Yeah, he probably stole it on his way out. But you know who I, I... You know who Morph wishes he was hanging out with? Who? Beast, Gambit, and Wolverine at I know, the bar. I, I know I do. I know I, I wish I was there. And the bartender, she recognizes Beast from TV. Like from Hey! <laughs> aren't you the guy on TV? <laughs> I didn't pull a clip, but Whoa, I was, swear to God that's that voice exact, actress, that I am convinced like that she, that's Jubilee, right? It's Allison Court. The Oh, she does a Jubilee. bunch of voices. She yeah. sounds very yeah. similar to Jubilee. Aren't you the big blue boy from the TV with the president? And Beast just like doesn't know how to like talk to a woman like at all. Well, and it's Gambit's so like sort of funny. trying to wingman him. And yeah, stuff. they're fucking with him. Yeah, that's great. Wolverine's like, she likes you, Bubby. Yeah. And then Gambit's like, hey, yeah, that's him. He'll give you a blue hairball or something. He's- <laughs> oh, he's in, the, he's in the Rat Pack now. Uh, and then Gambit. Wolverine gets upset because Gambit's not playing pool and says, play pool, Cajun. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we got to say to get John in line on the show. So, yeah, Beast gets hit on. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> no, no uh, idea. Luckily, the FOH busts through the 
through the wall and save Beast because he was really drowning there. Yeah, they definitely save him by trying to <laughs> explode the bar. And they're just like throwing in grenades and shooting in lasers at this place. And Gambit's like, you want a grenade? I got one for you. He picks up the cue ball, powers up a little kinetic energy, tosses it out there, blows it up. Guess what? We got ourselves a tussle in the streets. We got baby. ourselves the first major battle of the season. It's so awesome, Give too. Give Beast credit where it's due. He picks up that fucking ball with his foot. Oh, yeah. Launches it to Gambit. Oh, true. charges it. Yeah. It's teamwork. We get to see some That's of that teamwork. teamwork. This actually might be my favorite part of the episode. He jumps out. He's on. The, he's swinging from the lamp. He takes the gun out of the guy's hand. Yep. Like he's prying guys out of a car that Wolverine slashes open. I well, mean, he and he goes like, "Let's open up this can of sardines." Yeah. And then Wolverine and Beast, and Beast is are like, like trading quips. And Beast's like, "Oh shit, hell yeah, dude! That's a great little play on words." Yes. <laughs> he's like really excited. Yeah, man. <laughs> if only Beast heard the like funny jokes that he was uh, saying in Alaska. <laughs> Where he's like a fool a and his fish oh, wait. stories. Yeah, a fish <laughs> fool story and but his I fish. ain't got time for fish stories. Beast would be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lots of luck, pal. Yeah, Gambit fucking goes Ghost Rider and charges up a chain. A chain, yeah, man. I, I I gotta say, I love this trio. I love the Beast Gambit Wolverine. It's awesome. Crew. Beast, like you think Beast is kind of like a like a pushover, but then. When he's in this group, he doesn't think twice, and mm-hmm. he's just fighting back. But off to the side, you've got you've got Graydon Creed. Uh, he's he's telling his guys to, to to shoot all this footage of the mutants yes. fighting against the friends of humanity. Back with propaganda yep. once again. He's just like, yeah, keep the camera on him, keep a camera, and, you know. And and so, the first thing they see is is after Beast takes a gun from somebody, they're like, shoot it, shoot the camera, and it's just. Uh, beast with a gun. Yeah, and, and he's like, like, "Oh, that oh, mutant's shit. got a gun. He's threatening violence." And yeah, it's uh, uh, another action figure. Beast with a gun, please. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, get him a little street lamp and a gun that he can. Yeah, beast with gun. Oh yeah, Wolverine also says this cool thing. I hear you don't like mutants. Well, we don't much like you. Ah! <laughs> I think, ah! I think so much that's for in the advertisement for the X Boys is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's our catchphrase. I mean, yeah, sure, it goes against Xavier's dream, but you know, Wolverine, he never really cares. Yeah, it's much fine. That. Um, yeah, so they're having a great time fighting back against yeah. the FOA. They're having a little bit too good a time, and so they, they realize they got to get out of there. They got to yeah, before the they situation hear gets worse. Yeah, they're starting exactly. to hear sirens, and Beast is basically like, "I'm like." I'm like out on bail. Like I can't really fuck around. Like, here. I, just, I just got pardoned by the president. <laughs> yeah. I cannot go back to jail, guys. Uh, and uh, so then we cut back to the war room or wherever they are. You know, where once again Xavier holograms in with his Zordon face to be like, I had to leave for a personal matter of great importance. Hmm, personal, huh? The professor's getting mighty mysterious these days. And yes, he is. Rogue gets it. Yeah. He's always been mysterious. Like, since the show started, he's been but nothing also, but mysterious and obtuse with the X-Men. But also, imagine, like, he's like, oh, I gotta go to Antarctica because Magneto's in trouble. While all of this shit is happening in the city, like, yeah. he's like, I have to actually go save Magneto. Yeah. Like, that's actually incredibly irresponsible. Yes. Like, yeah, everyone's starting at a real bad place this yeah. episode. Yeah, emotionally, everyone is just this, at an all-time low. The city and every mutant is under attack. And he's like, Magneto. Violence in the streets. I got to go to the furthest place away you could possibly get, Antarctica. I got to go get Magneto And go save Magneto, who's, I guess, somehow in a giant ball of flames and down in Antarctica. <laughs> I'm not going to question this at all. I'm Whatever. just going to go. Another another L for Xavier. We don't like him. I think, as far as, like, opinions of people changing over the course of this show, I think Xavier is the one who's taken the biggest dip for me mm-hmm. downward. 
He sucks. He really has done very little so far to prove his worth as like the leader, the philosophical and moral leader of the X-Men. Well, also I get he, listen, I understand the relationship that he has with Magneto. Like, and I actually appreciate it. Totally. It's cool. It's great. Sure. But like maybe be open about it. Yes, exactly. That's the whole point of having a team. I don't know. Is that you can share this stuff with them. And then that way, hey, Magneto's down there. Hey, actually, uh, Storm, you want to just fly over and like check that out real quick and then report back? Or his team of smart people is like, hey, Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe we should like confirm that that's Jesus actually an Christ. issue. You know? like, well, also, actually, and if though, Magneto died, wouldn't it be the worst thing in the well, world? Ac- well, this is what I'm actually thinking now. Maybe I'm on Xavier's side. Okay. You think about this from like a, you know, like a, like a sports team management opportunity oh, I here. Yes, I see. Magneto is a very powerful mutant. I see. Xavier's still trying to recruit him. I mean, that he's is still true. trying to get him on team X, X-Men. He's Dumbledore and he's trying to get his Snape. Exactly. He's a little Snape action. He's like, yeah. I need that power. So I mean, if he dies, we're kind of missing out on some big opportunities there down the line. Just kidding. Xavier sucks. Okay. <laughs> Storm's in charge again. Yes. Cyclops yes. is gone. Yeah, because Cyclops and Gene are which is off awesome. on the honeymoon. Storm Storm leading the X-Men. Gold, go gold team. You yeah. Know? That's Can we tally say. now how many times Storm has led the team and how many times Cyclops has? Because I feel like Storm is... Oh, the, and we should we should count that and then least. also like mission is successful or not, you know? It's yeah. true. I think Storm is the... Like Storm led the Morlock mission. Yeah. Big success. Like Well, you know. and here's Storm's first responsibility. So on the TV, we see that Beast is being framed. We see that... Yep footage of him with the gun mm-hmm. and they're like well this isn't fucking accurate and wolverine gets pissed and he's like I- i'm gonna go do something about this it starts like you can't dude like this is not smart and he's like hey actually fuck you and <laughs> and wolverine was very supportive of her and the morlock 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 is it morlock it's I'm morlock yeah jesus morlock. i've been playing a lot of hearthstone um <laughs> he was very supportive of her on the morlock mission yes but now He's like, no, I got to get down to business. And she can't stop him. And yeah, that's she, fine. She's like saying that we need to try to unmask who these villains are and expose them to the public. And mm. we, we can't keep contributing to this, this climate of violence. And Wolverine's like, your climates are your category. I'm, I like to unmask. So right. Yeah. Stumbles he, on out of Once there. again, Wolverine with some underrated wordplay. Now, now that we're done with all that bullshit, we get to the part where Morph is better than every fucking X-Man. He's back, in the baby. What does he say? He sees Wolverine drive away, and he goes, he says, like, even Wolverine's Jeep sounds angry or something. Oh, yeah, he starts his Jeep, and he goes, <laughs> Yeah. And then... Um, sees him leave, and then he sees the perfect opportunity to come in, because guess what? Wolverine's the, the only yeah. one who's going to be able to smell him. I, you know what? I didn't even put that together until oh. you just said it. Yeah. That's we, why We learn later, but now, wow, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. It goes further than that. Okay. okay. Had Wolverine gone to Cyclops' wedding, he would have smelled the priest who's morph and ended all That's of That's why this. he wasn't there. And it, it works emotionally and for the Honestly, plot. that works. That's why. These writers are That's great. That's really good writing. These are great writers. We just thought of that as we went through the podcast. We're basically Eric Leewald. They take the smelling stuff seriously. They really do. Ozone. Ozone, baby. It's ozone, man. Don't mess with ozone. So Morph jumps the fence. He's ready to rock, and he says this. Let's see if I can upset everybody else. <laughs> Making copies. Making Ladies and gentlemen, more Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He said making copies. And that's an L reference. Copies. In a kid's show. Like, what? 
When did that come out? For those of you under the age of 30. Uh, Rob Schneider character from SNL. Schneider. Schneider? Schneider. S- yes. It's definitely Schneider. That's what I thought I said. No, you said Snyder. You were saying oh, Zack Snyder. Oh, oh, You said release the Snyder cut. Damn. Making copies. <laughs> Do we have to explain making copies to our audience? No. That's uh, so sad. Just YouTube it. YouTube making copies, <laughs> yeah. SNL. You'll get there. And thus begins Mission Morph Possible. Wow. He turns into Rogue. Yep. Goes into the war room where Jubilee yep. and Gambit are hiding out. And... Immediately turns to Jubilee and says, "Hey, Sugar, get out of here." And then she she's doesn't want to go anywhere, but she eventually dips. And uh, Rogue is alone with Gambit, and she says, "Hey, I've been lying about using my powers. All right, I, I can actually touch people. So meet me up in the rec room in about five minutes, and I'll give you a little smooch." And Gambit's like, "What?" Yeah, immediately falls the forward. Fuck. <laughs> so she dips again, and then turns into Storm, and then goes up to Jubilee, well, also, who's up well, in the also, fridge. Well, also we. We skipped over this, but we know Rogue is taking a nap up in the rec room. Oh, yeah. we already That's know a big this. part of that. This is something we've seen earlier. We know Rogue likes to nap. Yeah. She's a big nap girl. Well, she's absorbing so much energy, she's got to sleep it off. Does a Rogue like nap? Naps? <laughs> Deleting that. So, anyway, she turns into Storm next. Or, sorry, Morph turns into Storm. Not a she. He's a he. Um... And then as Storm, she tells Jubilee, who is now up in the kitchen, I guess, that there is an attack expected and that she needs to go to the mutant halfway house. Yeah. And Jubilee is, like, super glad just to be, like, taken seriously. She's like, damn, finally, some some good missions for, for old Jubs here. Because Gambit was like, when Rogue was like, hey, you want to go upstairs and smooch? Gambit's like, hey, Jubilee, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Jubilee, <laughs> I'm not messing around. <laughs> get out. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, uh, when, when Jubilee leaves, she also like shoots sparks at the door. She gets when pissed. she's angry. Yeah. The, it, it, this doesn't pay off in any way whatsoever. But she I creates it, like a hole yeah. in the door, and she's like, "Oh shoot!" She's like, and oops. It's like a weird little comedic bit that doesn't really work. But you know, yeah, but as trying. soon as uh, Jubilee goes off on her mission, oh yeah, you see mo- for sure that uh, uh, Storm morphs into who morph. And <laughs> guess what he says? This is pretty dark. That's for thinking you could take my place. Oh my wow. god. Saying that about Jubilee. Yeah. But he met her. Like she didn't replace him. He's just looking for an answer. Uh, yeah. He's look he's yep. he's so he, he needs something. He needs something. <laughs> so Gambit is upstairs. He finds Rogue sleeping. This he's is going exactly, to get that smooch. Yeah, this is exactly where, you know, she said she was gonna be. So he goes up. He leans in real close. He gives her a kiss. And she sucks the soul out of his body and steals his powers. Yep. As it, as it always happens when you touch Rogue. Um, so he's out now, and she can't control Well, she anything. wakes up, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing, yeah, dude? Like, yeah. why would you do that? Yeah. She's like, yo, you know, like, we've been over this a million times in every single episode of this show. Like, yeah. you cannot touch me. Yeah. Come on, well, man. Where I'm from, we always kiss sleeping girls. <laughs> We like to we we like to touch. But yeah, so since she doesn't know how to control her powers, everything she touches starts charging up to full capacity and exploding. She stumbles back and touches the couch, and the couch just explodes. Yeah. So Jubilee, uh, meanwhile, goes to this halfway house, which is actually there's a veterans club sign on it, yeah. um, which I thought was a really interesting choice to put veterans club because it's revealed not to be a halfway house, but the secret headquarters of Creed and the Friends of Humanity. Um, kind of interesting because that's really sort of that concept of like military being involved in like hate groups is like an yeah. actual very real thing 
Um, there was like a study done that like one in five applicants to white suprem the white supremacist group Patriot Front were like all ex military people. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't really come out of nowhere, but um, it's just really surprising to see in a kids show, I guess, yeah. for, for it to be like this veterans club headquarters of this hate group. Let that be a lesson to kids out there that veterans are racist. <laughs> oh I don't God. think that's the case. But. Moving on. But anyway, Jubilee gets taken, kidnapped by this group. Mm -hmm. And uh, we know things are probably not going to look good for her. Yep. So back at the X-Mansion, um, there's been reports of another attack. We're under attack. Report to the guard room immediately. <laughs> okay, so I would like to go back on what I said initially in... The first? Is that the first episode? Probably second. It's the very first episode of the podcast. Yeah, but uh, so, okay. We see in this episode, Morph is actually a master, master manipulator, master impressionator. Yes. That's the correct term. Uh, I'd like to publicly apologize for what I said. That is actually the general's voice. He just has a very odd voice. We're under attack. And I'm really sorry. Morph is really talented. And I don't so, know what's going on. This is fucking great. He's yeah. a he's a really talented guy. Justice he just, for Morph, man. He just bamboozled the entire X Mansion. And guess what? We're not even done yet. Yeah. So Rogue shows Storm what happened. She's like, I'm I'm blowing shit up. I, I can't even Yeah, like I like, can't get let's anything take stock straight. of the team real quick. Like Gambit completely out for the count. Yep. Useless. Uh Jubilee, nowhere to be found. Completely gone. Rogue, also useless. Just she a, didn't get her liability. full nap. Like she she didn't get the nap all the way. No. No. <laughs> she so did not get her power nap. She's probably irritable. <laughs> But thankfully, uh, Beast is in the danger room, and he's getting ready to train a little bit, just getting those muscles loose and... Uh, yeah, getting some reps in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then what was... There's a, there's a manipulation that happens here. Wait, who comes in? Is it Rogue? So, no, no, or no. Or is no. it Storm? Is so, it Morph as Storm, Storm or We got Morph more Morph hijinks. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Morph first pretends to be Beast and sends them out on a mission, right? Yeah. So he sends Rogue and Storm away. Fuck off. And oh, then he yeah. looks over Beast, who's in the danger room. You're right. And then yes. increases the danger yeah. room to level danger to maximum to high, <laughs> as it says on the thing. Uh, yes. And the lasers just start blasting. There's giant saw blades flying out. There's holograms blasting all over the place. Beast is in big trouble. And Beast is just kind of like, oh, mm, this isn't exactly what I wanted. Like, he's very chill. <laughs> he's about still it. quipping to himself. He's yeah. still quoting Shakespeare to himself. He's yeah. like, mm, the bard said that a good exercise <laughs> thou art under duress. So he's he's getting blasted away. He's actually handling himself very well. Uh, yeah. But then we're cutting back to our guys, the FOH, and they are attacking a mutant counseling center. Yep. And Rogue and Storm come flying in since Beast, because Morph as Beast said, hey, you go take care of it and I'll catch up with you. And they're going, okay, we'll go take care of it, but Beast better catch up. Yeah. And it, when in reality, yeah, they, they wanted Beast's help. Yes. But Beast they, was like, okay, I'm, but Morph told him to stay back. And so he's, they didn't his, know he yeah. was in actual, uh, Beast was this actually is crazy. in the has wrecked everyone. Morph is fucking thing. This is like the most intricate plotting that it's the show has done at this point. Yeah. And it's awesome. And it's all through the character of Morph. Morph rocks. He does. He's, he's a great evil character. genius. Maybe I like evil Morph. Maybe that's what I that's like. That's fair. Maybe he's like the a more bad powerful boy. version. Little bad boy honestly, Morph. it was me in retrospect loving Morph, knowing that he was going to eventually turn. Uh, the arc is what, where it's right. at. But yeah, so they get to the Mutant Counseling Center and Storm. You know, it's, it's the whole thing's on fire. She summons the rain to to blast away that fire. And she summons the wind to blast away the racists. And Rogue uh, smacks a grenade away. Yeah, they're throwing grenades at her that she's just like batting away like it's nothing. Oh, um, and this is so sick. Yeah, the lamppost? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rogue 
is finally able to kind of like use the powers that she's absorbed because back the only other time we've seen this is when she takes uh cyclops is when she gives him cpr and then she just has no idea how to control it in this she flies up grabs a telephone pole out of the ground shocks it with kinetic energy and just chucks it at all these bad guys she is really <laughs> something special rogue with gambit powers is like my favorite rogue I yeah think. like she's so it's kind of beautiful to think about it it's like that's the thing if they if they just could get yeah. together and then she could learn to control how much she could absorb from him Here's and like hoping. they could be the biggest power couple yeah. ever. So naturally the cops show up. Wee-oo-wee-oo. Coming in. Storm uh creates an arctic cold um to to create wind and snow and hail and She's ice. She's doing her thing. Uh dispatching the humans. Says. Um and the, 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 the cops who show up, they're not really sure what to do. It seems like they're kind of like, oh, we're not sure who to really shoot at. So Morph, who all of a sudden is there. Um, I don't know how he got to there from the X-Mansion, but we can gloss over that. He drove. Um, yeah, he drove. Oh, no, he's got his little Morph jet, remember? Morph jet. Yeah, we see that in future episodes. Well, also another thing is Storm sends Rogue off um, because there's explosions in the distance. And she's like, you go handle that. Yeah, I got this. Correct. So Storm is by herself as these policemen show up. And that's when Morph Cop shows up because he's mad that the other cops aren't shooting at Storm. Yeah, yet. he's like, guys, come on. Like, shoot the bad guy. Like, so we're police. We have to shoot the bad guy. So here is another A-plus Morph impression. If you want something done right... Fire on that mutant! Full energy! Whoa. But Captain, I said fire! Damn. So they all just start blasting at Storm. She's first she's kind of dipping dodging. Hail she's doing of all machine right. gun fire. And then boom, boom, boom. One laser after another. Laser, laser, laser. She gets dropped. She hits the ground. This is bad. And on that note, we cut to Sinister. Now who the fuck is that? Watching from the shadows in his secret lair, yep. he says, Enjoy your revenge, Morph. I know I am. Wow. You know, we sure could use Scott and Gene right about now. Yeah, we could. Where the fuck are they? Probably smooching on a boat or some shit. Well, that does <laughs> it for episode one. Guess we'll find out in episode two. And that's coming up after five seconds. After these messages. Bye. Oh. Nasty boy. Oh, buddy. We're back. And we're back with the Nasty Boys. Yep. Don't really know who they are. They're freaks of nature to me, but hey, they're here. And they are part of Sinister's sexy squad of <laughs> cool guys. That was their original name in the comics, actually, was Sinister's sexy squad of cool guys. Yep. And then they changed That's it to me, Nasty Henry Boys. Comics for guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's honeymoon time. G- Scott and Gene. Oh, are yeah. On a boat. This does start kind of sexy. Making off like love- lovebirds. At long last, we can finally bone. Yeah. I well, he says be alone, but bust. that means bone. Yeah. Yep. They're taking a nice little sailing adventure through the through the seven seas. It gets straight up sensual on that boat. Oh yeah, beautiful music. Uh, but guess what? 
Then we come back to Beast. <laughs> he's been in the danger room for three weeks. Yeah. No, <laughs> Since the know. last episode, he's been in the danger room. <laughs> he's now. just still dipping and dodging. Yeah, we check back in with him. Yeah, barely surviving, but he uh, turns the room against itself. Smart guy. Yeah. Smart guy alert. Doing smart guy moves, and he's t- turning the hologram lasers to where they shoot at each other, and then they destroy each other, which somehow defeats the holograms. Turn the danger room Look, we're not going to relitigate the whole danger room hologram thing. But It's like a giant boxing glove thing. That Freud just once the- said a hologram <laughs> will make you go blind <laughs> <laughs> and and also at the x-mansion is is more f- outside of it uh like he comes back he comes back after completely dismantling the x-men from inside going off to take care of storm real quick and then coming back uh and longingly looks at the gate xavier's school i belonged here once i was an x-man eh, no and eh, wrong you're an x-man you're an x-man x-man and Not guess an who comes man. up behind him? Sinister himself. Are, uh, are you having a crisis of faith, Morph? Have you forgotten the reason I brought you back from the dead? Gives him a new sense of purpose, really. Yeah, he's like, you don't. You still want to destroy the X Men, don't you? Yeah, and like, he says it correctly. Yeah, he, he says it. Correctly. He does, and that's why we <laughs> like Sinister. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, but he's he's like, look, dude, like you haven't even taken out the main guy responsible for like the reason you're like this, the reason you died in the first yeah. place, Cyclops himself. You got to go get Cyclops, oh, buddy. Right. Oh, I have a question about this because, yeah. and then Morph's like, I sent two of them away, and he's like, yes, yes, you did. So. What what is that about? Morph sent them on a honeymoon. Yes, Morph. What is that? Well, I, uh, he, as the priest, he's like I the priest know. was I, like the priest scheduled I the honeymoon. gifted a f- <laughs> an all in one trip to. There was a cut scene where Genosha. He, yeah, where he's like, you can use my boat and it will automatically take you to yeah. an island. What a I, freak! Cyclops loves. Yeah, the I guess off screen, Morph set up this whole elaborate honeymoon thing, it's, and it was a great probably priest. used his powers to like turn into a travel agent and be like, "Oh, I know a great little island you guys could sail off to," and it's sinister. This shit's been. Right he's did all of their wedding planning. This dude's yeah. been in it. Yeah, for right. A year. This has been a deep, Morph's, deep, 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 deep <laughs> cover. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, a movie. So we figure that's, make mm-hmm. that instead of the Morbius movie. Great movie. No, but but Sinister he tells he tells Morph, <laughs> hey. Leave Cyclops and Gene to me. Don't worry about them. I'll take care of them. All right. Is Cyclops kind of like Chris Pratt where he goes golfing with his his minister? <laughs> yes. But Psych actually minister, is like yes. going around with his priest friend. Yeah, he's definitely doing that. Yeah. Except his is like 30 years older than him. Well, and then for the last like several months, it's been Morph in disguise. And I like I like the idea that he calls him priest instead of like father. He's like, ah, good shot, priest. <laughs> <laughs> He's like miles to go before I sleep. <laughs> sleep tight, sleep tight, Cyclops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sleep tight, Priest. Maybe that's yeah. like an inside thing with sleep them. Sleep tight. Yeah, hey, sleep tight, bud. <laughs> All right, come back to our lovely little couple about, about to have sexual to intercourse on the uh, boat, and then they see Liberace. a guy with pink hair <laughs> flipping over rocks. Trying to get their attention. He's guys. dancing on top of these rocks. He's yeah. Long, luscious locks. He's a giant really, purple coat. He's like a siren. And he, oh, yeah. And he goes, <laughs> Hey, you, I'm like, you aboard there. And Cyclops is like, What? I have a message for you. Go ahead. <laughs> With pleasure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that's my favorite guy. Actually, he's not my favorite nasty boy. So here's our introduction of the first nasty boy. We meet boy. the first nasty boy. Ruckus is his name. Ruckus. Wow. Uh, Just that. I'm sorry. I'm going to play it again. That inhale is incredible. I have a message for you. Go ahead. With pleasure. 
with pleasure. Oh man. Any uh, any notes on Ruckus or he's just a loud guy? He's a loud boy. No, he so his power is that he can absorb uh sound waves in the air and then uh, basically collect them up and hold them up and store them up and then release them all out. So um, he busts also. So the louder, yeah, so yeah, he similar buster to Cyclops. Right. Um but yeah, so if he's in like a very loud environment, it makes him so much stronger. Ooh, okay. Um, otherwise, he has to kind of store it up after a while before he can release it again. He stores and busts. But yeah. anyway, yeah, he busts with his voice all over them and blasts yeah. the, their ship all the way ashore. to this island on shore um, and crashes the boat. And then our second guy shows up, Bald Eyelash Man, and that is actually his name in he the comics. Is. Bald Eyelash Man, um, a.k.a. Slab. Um, Slab. You'll never guess what his power is. I won't. He's just another strong guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like sense. in the comics, he can he, he can like technically change his size to like he can increase in size and decrease in size. He was mm. actually originally so the Nasty Boys were brought in X Factor seventy five. Um, it, it came out in nineteen ninety one. They uh, were a team created by Sinister. Uh, to basically uh, create a media frenzy against mutants and against the X-Men in particular, and right. to basically frame, in this case, it was the Team X-Factor, which we haven't met the iteration of the team that's in the comic, but I think we might later down the road. Mm. Um, so he has a big fight with this character named Strong Guy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Damn, that's what I just, I, I bet his name used to be Slam. They brought it in. He was like, Slam. I named him Slam, and they're like, Dude, just Nasty boys. change something. Anything. He's like, uh, slab? slab, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Slab. Give him big, eye, uh, give him big eyelashes, So Wait, too, who's huh? he going to fight this this issue? Strong guy. Oh, okay. Oh, well. cool. Well, strong guy's awesome, strong though. I love strong guy. I can't wait for you guys to meet strong guy. Wait, he's in this? Maybe. I don't want to meet him. I hope so. I mean, they're pulling from comics that he's in, so. I'm strong guy. We're talking about Nimrods and strong guys. <laughs> and slabs. And so Slab smashes their boat, and they dodge out of the way, and then. And Psych hits him with this cool line. Nobody invited you on the honeymoon. <laughs> gotcha. And he gives him a blast. But a big wolfy guy. Before they Gene. can really fight back, Sinister shows up with his team. Also, how did Sinister get here so fast? Great. How the fuck? Oh, did he, he can get do whatever so the fast? fuck he wants. Okay, you guys, true. You Evil guys villain. know so little yeah, yeah, about Mr. Sinister. Okay. He is diabolically, insanely powerful. All right. So our here's my favorite nasty boy. Yep. Gorgeous George. Oh, gorgeous George. Wait, you skipped over uh, our boy Hairbag. His Do we introduction. See him? Yeah, we see him. He he grabs Jean. He's the one who grabs her. Oh, Jesus. His Do big we old... want to talk about Hairbag? I don't oh, know. Oh yeah. I mean, hour later. <laughs> look, uh, his powers. He's basically a wolf man. He's you know claws, bad breath, uh, agility senses, all that stuff. And, and Jamaican problem weird <laughs> accent. Yeah, doesn't quite I don't. work out. Oh wait, actually, let me pull something up on my phone. <laughs> I have a picture of the voice actor who plays Hairbag. I think I know where this is going. No, it's cool. He looks like a really nice guy. So, John, let's talk about Gorgeous George. So here's Hairbag. Oh no, we're looking at a picture uh, of an old white man, folks. <laughs> yeah. Doing the voice. I of won't the... say his name. I don't blame the guy. He needed some work, you know. But uh... it was the '90s. He was doing a job. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus. Wait, do I have a clip here? Hold on. The voice this is from Jamaican later in the episode. This is the later in the episode. But let's just play it now because it's the only one I have of him. I never thought a super sense of hearing could be so painful. That's because you never heard <coughs> ruckus raise a ruckus before. 
Oh, Jesus. You ain't never heard ruckus raise a ruckus before. That's his power, though. It, it, his voice is so offensive. You just get distracted. You, like, double over. Hair bags. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to touch him because he's just, like, kind of, he's just hairy. Just like, oh, you shouldn't say that, dude. I gotta like, stay away from this guy. <laughs> you're just, you're, like, kind of offensive all over. <laughs> well, thankfully, gorgeous George enters, who is... Uh, Probably. He slaps collars on him. Yeah. And, he, and guess where we've seen he, those before? He stretches his arms out. That's what he does. Elongated okay, right, man right. style. Yeah. And grabs him. So, he, yeah, his power is, um, you know, technically uh, he can, um, like, his body is made up of squishy, malleable sort of substance, like like putty or right. clay, and he can just ma- move that however he wants. Yeah. Long dong. Lo- yeah, his name's Long Dong. <laughs> so he Long Dongs Genosian collars over onto Scotty and Gene, and they can't use their powers anymore. And then Sinister walks out and says, My name is Sinister. God, Mr. Sinister. Ah! Uh, Mr. Sinister. He's so robotic sounding. Uh, yeah, because he's... He's very tech based as a character. He is, yeah, they they add oh. a little robot-y, like kind of distortion to his voice, which is really cool. I mean, how much do you guys want to know about the guy? I don't. I actually really don't. Yeah, I feel like this whole season's going to be sinister show. Yeah, and that's that was the approach they took in the comics too. He's one of those characters who is like you find out has been manipulating events and it's all been like it was planned by Claremont like when he when they created the character, you find out he's been ni- manipulating things from like since the beginning. I mean, jump ahead. He's been watching Scott and Gene since they were kids. Their entire you lives, that, he says. That meme of the sicko guy in the window, that's sinister. That like, is- his entire <laughs> life. Yeah. <laughs> yes, good. I yeah, do this no, every night with your son. That's literally, yeah, no, that's <laughs> like the way he is in the comics. His whole thing has been like this master plan that he's been working on his entire existence. And he's been using technology and his, his intellect to make himself and the world a much scarier place. What if he's been playing matchmaker to such a degree where he's like forcing Cyclops and Jean to get together? I when mean, really she's supposed to be with Wolverine, but she knows it in her whoa. mind. She's been manipulated her entire, her life, entire life to love someone like Cyclops. Wow. That's how deep this shit goes. I like that actually a lot. But he's not a mutant himself, so why is he so obsessed with He's a human, but he's he's like a geneticist. He's like a physicist, like a, not a physicist. He's like a doctor, like a, he's just obsessed with like the human potential of DNA. He sounds sinister. Do you guys care at all about a nasty boy who didn't make the cut? Because there's five yes. nasty boys in the comics, and there's yeah, one yeah. who is not in this. Let's run through them. Uh, his name is Ramrod. I like it. <laughs> he can manipulate. Wait, well, do you want us to tell you? Yeah, oh, we, sorry. We, we know Ramrod. Yeah, I'm well, familiar with. Yeah, Ramrod. tell me what Ramrod. John, why don't you what's take your favorite Ramrod. Ramrod moment? No, you take Ramrod. He's got. Well, Andrew already said that he can manipulate his head into shapes of different brick sizes. Right. Small bricks, big bricks. <laughs> Bricks as big as your and, head. And he shouts his classic catchphrase, it's ramrod in time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Slams that head right into the wall. Uh, close. He can manipulate wood, and he can make it grow and take different like forms and shapes. So he carries around a wood. I said, John, I see you stroking your chin. I see you smiling. <laughs> he can make <laughs> it take different shapes and sizes, and he can manipulate wood. So he walks around with a little shillelagh the whole time. And Can we... Can we say inappropriate stuff on this podcast? <laughs> okay. It's encouraged. So, who's who's next? Ram- that's, and that's the only one. My that's favorite. it? No, that's the only guy who didn't oh, make the cut. Shit. Ramrod, My favorite for some reason, comic didn't. series was the spinoff of Ramrod and Rimjob. I can't believe they... <laughs> I can't believe they didn't include the guy who manipulates wood in the show. <laughs> they included Damn. a hair bag, but can't, they didn't include Ramrod. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah, he's better than hair bag. All right. Back on the mainland... 
Beast and Rogue are sneaking up to the hospital to sit, pay a storm a visit. Yeah, because last we saw her, she was getting gunned down by the police. Yeah, she's still passed out pretty pretty cold, but Beast looks at her chart because, you know, he's a smart guy and says, she'll be good over time or whatever. Or like, okay. Yeah, they basically are kind of like, yeah, she's she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to worry about her. But um, they, they start to piece together. Beast oh, starts yeah. piecing together mm-hmm. that... Because um, Rogue gets really Rogue's pissed. Rogue's mad at him because they're like, she was like, Beast, you told us to go handle this and that you would come help us. That's why Storm's in the hospital. And Beast's like, I never said that. It sounds like something mysterious He's like, is afoot. I'm, I'm feeling fishy. He's like, the bard once said that fool yeah. me once. <laughs> then they, we cut to uh, Creed. Yeah. The, uh, the Friends of Humanity meeting at the Film Art Theater. Now, wait a second. They're all chanting something. What are they chanting? No Cla- more. You didn't mutant. notice this? The classic mutant chant. No, they're going leader, leader, leader. Is he leader? I don't think he's leader. I don't think that's what they're implying. The, uh, for those of you who are just tuning into X Boys for the first time, leader was a character who was previously referenced on the episode Slave Island. Check yeah, out but I was like four of X Boys. But I got a weird vibe from leader that maybe he was from the future or he was from the past or some shit. He was just weird. And I was like, maybe Creed is like future leader. I don't know. I just thought it was weird to be chanting leader. I think they probably just had the soundbite of chance of leader, maybe. <laughs> and they just were like, let's just repeat that. They like, we need didn't crowd have noise. Creed's name yet. I mean, they could have just, just like, done no uh... more mutants. Yeah, they didn't get a. They didn't want to pay a bunch of extras to shout Creed, so they. Just, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so so Creed is like, he's like celebrating the violence that the Friends of Humanity have been. Um, yeah, he's like, great job, everyone. Yeah, we're really killing those mutants out there, and we're really framing them for all of our violence instead. Lots this of is damage. Great. And it's like, he has, a, you know, there's a giant mural behind him. Again, like, all this stuff just feels super relevant to today, and it's just like, s- the stark contrast between this and, like, a Trump rally is just like... Icky. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, mutants aren't real people like us, you know? Like, uh, so, so he brings out Jubilee in front of the crowd. He's like, look we even caught one check it out and they're all like boo you suck and they just like everyone just Shoot wants her in to the kill head. her yeah no they literally say like they're like <laughs> they like kill her like that. destroy her no they, they think someone says let's shoot her in the head uh, yes. <laughs> and then but then he says uh, Creed goes you've heard the verdict the normal people have spoken you call this bunch of sickos normal why do you hate us what did we ever do to you <laughs> you were Born. Damn. Jeez Louise. You can also hear people going, they're chanting hooting out there. It's like it's like a cult. I mean it's So Jubilee's about to be executed publicly on live television. Crash. Who bursts through the ceiling? Rush hour two style. Oh, no, Rush hour one style. Rush hour one, I believe. Yes. <laughs> Wolverine down the down the big in through the skylight, flag. cutting through the flag, yeah. slashes the guns apart. Uh, Jubilee, you know, quickly he, he quickly rescues He's Jubilee. He's like, you keep finding yourself in shitty situations. If you knew how much bubblegum I had to sniff to find you. And she says that Storm sent her here. So she's like very confused and he's also confused because he's like, well, if Storm sent you here, then how did I... I had to Morph got you. them all fucked up. Got them all, they barely escape out of an alley. Um, and we, we, we get back to the X-Mansion where Beast and Rogue are going to the war room where they wake up a sleeping gambit who's been just been sleeping away this whole time after his little... You two make enough noise to wake the half-dead. Gambit! You're okay! No thanks to you, Cher. Ooh. You told Gambit a little kiss wouldn't hurt. No, I didn't. You snuck a kiss and got what was coming to you. Mm-hmm. Gambit don't never go where he's not invited. Oh, now that's big points <sighs> for Gambit. Not that... We need to, you know, say anything, but hey, consent 
is good. Yep. <laughs> and Gambit believes in you know, that. His, his relentless pursuit of Rogue <laughs> yeah. is slightly justified. I guess we do have to justify his creepiness a little bit. He does not go where he is not invited. Did he kiss her when she was asleep? Technically, yes. But he thought that she was giving him permission to do so. <laughs> yes. And that she had just laid down literally five seconds before yeah, that. She, yeah, she yeah, told yeah. him to, hey, meet me in the rec room in five minutes and I'll give you a smooch. She was like, sorry, I kept you waiting. You must have fallen asleep. Anyway. The big point is Morph's got everyone so fucked up that everything's twisted. You've never seen the X-Men argue like this before. The he's, ripples He's trying of to Morph's... de-escalate the situation. It's not working. But guess who returns with some disturbing news? Xavier. The X-Man himself. See, he gets to be called X-Man because it's like he is the X-Man, you know? Yeah. Like everyone else is X-Men. Yeah. But he is the X-Man. He is the X-Man. Um, but yeah, he, he says, uh, we might be under attack by a neural disruptor causing people to behave in strange, irrational ways. And like I even started falling for it. I'm like, damn, wait, what? Maybe Morph is like under a neural blast or some shit. And that's why he's <laughs> acting like Wait, this. did you did you actually? What's going on? I mean... I didn't expect Xavier. I just like kind of zoned out and I forgot Xavier was in it. <laughs> like that he left to go he see his boyfriend in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah. And and so I was like, huh, okay. And then guess who walks in right after Xavier? Wolverine. Mr. Ozone sniff, himself. Sniff. And he's like, whoa, 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 stop the clock. We finally got him in the same room. As Morph's Morph. here. And he picks Xavier up and he's like, buddy. Come on, man. Show, like, what are you doing here? And Xavier's like, like, the neural disruptor. It's affecting Wolverine, too. Kill yeah. him. Or no, he says, destroy him. He goes, destroy, destroy him. Wolverine. And Gambit's like, no way, Jose. That's yeah, not my Xavier. There's no way Xavier would ever order no. any X-Men to be killed. No. So as soon as destroy he says that, <laughs> yeah, Gambit powers up a card and throws it at uh, Xavier's yeah. feet. <laughs> and he, like, kicks out of his chair, basically, Great and, and stands up. And then he's like... Oh shit, like I've been cured. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately takes out his gun and morphs and everybody's like, "What the fuck? He's back. Our boy's back." And he's like, "Yeah, that's right, I'm back. Take this plasma grenade." And throws a plasma <laughs> grenade and everybody dips. The go-to grenade of the X-Men. Yeah. If you had to vote who was the I miss Cable, by the way. Who was I the do smartest too, who was the smartest X-Men in this situation about um, Morph? Who who figured Gambit, Morph out the Gambit. most? Gambit. Wolverine. No, because Wolverine just smelled. He just used his ozone senses. Oh, well, it's Gambit, like, yeah. Gambit well, was like... That's one thing I do... This is out of character. I love that they're doing that with him, and they've done it a few, a little bit in season one. They're definitely doing it more now, though, where, like, he's very street smart. He's very yeah. savvy. Mm -hmm. He's very... You know, he's been around the block a few times. Also, does not hesitate to just throw a card at him. Yes. Like, that's he will intense. Do, he'll do the power move, He too. really dedicated... Yeah. He, yeah. He, went, he went full Gambo mode. So, I... I'm liking Gambit. He's his he's only his stock is only rising in my book. For yes. the record, I got you guys to love both Morph and Gambit. I am Mr. Sinister. I've been manipulating you throughout this. <laughs> Whoa. Ever time. since episode one of Xbox. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Well, hey, Sinister. Look, I just want to say the let the record show I was always on Team Morph. Um That's true. I was I not on Team Gambit though. All right. Morph Cyclops jets out of there. On the fence. So Morph jets out of there. He he dips into the uh the hangar where the Blackbird is sitting. He starts hacking it. Beast sets up a defensive perimeter trying to prevent Morph from leaving, too. Morph <laughs> opens the doors. And who pops out? Wolverine somehow, already inside the Blackbird and with Jubilee. And he's like, listen, man, don't do this. I know you feel betrayed, Morph. After we were whipped by the Sentinels, I tried to make Cyclops <laughs> go back for you and Beast. <laughs> Morph tried to attack. Cyclops had to leave you behind to save the rest of us. Maybe he was wrong, 
but that's no reason for revenge. Who Damn. are you trying to convince me or yourself? Oh my God! More manipulation. Because part of you know what? Part of that's true. Yeah, Wolverine is trying to convince. No, it is guilt. Like yeah. I like uh, from an emotional character perspective, I think these first two episodes are just on point. Like they are so good. It's like the writing is at the highest caliber for me yeah. at, at this show so far. So so morph. Uh, if you didn't understand at the end, there morphs himself into Wolverine, and they have a little standoff where they're just kind of circling each other. Yeah, a little Wolverine on Wolverine yeah. action. And Jubilee runs up, and she's like. Who the fuck do I shoot in the head? And one of and those Wolverines. Which one do I murder? <laughs> and one of those Wolverines goes, well, you know, you gotta get in both my of opinion, us. the good one says, you got to shoot both of us. It's the only way. And so Jubilee shoots the other one. And guess what? Morph is so smart that he takes that chance and says, like, shoot both of us, knowing that she will then think. Oh well, the man that takes it to a whole other level for me. Dude, okay. it's yeah. a yeah, it's a hundred percent it because she says right yeah, after. Yeah, no, she that goes, makes sense. Yeah, she goes there. I thought the bad guy would or the good guy would say that, and he goes, "Lesson learned." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we're counting like how many wins Morpheus had in these two episodes, he's smoking everyone left and right. Like, Again, single-handedly dismantling the entire X yep. team from the inside. Well, Jubilee gives a very Canadian sorry. Um, oh yeah, I got it right here. <laughs> <laughs> and Morph escapes in the X jet. And Wolverine also very understanding. He's like, "Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. totally. He's really good well, at his cool. job." He, he tries to he tries to run after it, which is cool. For a second, I was like, "Oh, is yeah. he about to get his claws in there and go for a ride?" But no, he swipes. Doesn't. He tries to, but uh, it's too fast for him. But the other X Men eventually catch up, and, and Beast, you know, assumes that he's like, "Look, Morph's probably gonna go after the one guy he has the most reason to hate, and that is Cyclops." Yep. So back to the mysterious island. And look, uh, we can't even blame more for his motivations here. We all no. hate Cyclops. Well, okay. No, mm. no, 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 no. No, no, no. Although he's falling out of favor with me a, a tiny bit just because he's so angry and like annoyed all the time. But like everything good in his life gets ruined. That's true. Right? That's true. You know, That's like true. everything he tries to make succeed and whole and good just gets completely obliterated by Wolverine or Morph or And he's been gaslit by his father figure for how many years now? <laughs> yeah. And, and maybe it was Sinsen all along. I mean if you're the one father figure in life was constantly leaving you to go take mysterious video calls and, mm -hmm. and go off on mysterious errands that he doesn't explain except uh. for when he video conferences in to say that he has matters of great personal importance that he has to attend to. Uh. Like you'd be pretty conflicted too. Maybe, Sweet dreams, uh, Professor. Maybe Professor X is going to go through something this season that'll straighten him out a bit. Mm. So we're back on Sinister Island, as they call it in the comics. Right, Andrew? Sinister, the Sinister Isle. Right. And this is where Sinister reveals his big master plan to Cyclops and Jean. I really like the layout of his lair and the aesthetic of it. It's kind of like an H.R. Giggery Little cave. Meets, yeah, yeah. It's like that biotech, like Vine, yeah, you know, yeah. computer type thing. It's like a Cronenberg layer. Well, it's speaking of vines, he kind of creates a vine with his little gemstone in his head. Yeah, so, so you know... Gene and Scott are strapped in these like futuristic shackled chairs. It's um, got the power dampening collars on them as well. And, and this is where they, they, yeah, they can't do anything about it. And he, mm -hmm. this is where he reveals his master plan that he's been following and, and watching them his their entire lives and, and manipulating events. And yeah, this is kind of where the, the real deal of Sinister sort of like where we get to see the full scope of his villainy for the first time. Your genetic material will be the foundation. 
the master bloodline for an unbeatable race of mutants who will be my slaves. Through you, I shall give birth to the future. So in the middle of that, while he was saying oh that, <laughs> he creates a little worm <laughs> out of vines with teeth and like blood. And he, he uses and it off screen. And, and it, it sucks onto it Cyclops. It sucks on his dick. On Cyclops' oh, dick. What? I don't think that's And it right, immediately bro. makes him bust. And he oh, goes, shit. Oh. And that's, he's using his seed to create. Whoa. I'm dude. not messing around, by the way. Look, in, in the, they show it off camera. No, and it end, is at least below his chest because we see it up to here. I'll give and you he that. Goes, oh. And then the worm thing spits out a little crystallized thing, which I am led to believe is his kind his of seed. like his, his dino DNA from like Jurassic Park and that amber. It's his seed. Oh, that's definitely the visual reference they were pulling. It's yeah. his yep. seed. His psych seed. His psych seed. The thing, the little worms sucked him off. That's great. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, that's, you could imply that, sure. I don't know why his teeth. We're well, it's got to dig in there. We're going to see Cyclops' personality turn completely around now. Like he's going to be so nice he's and gonna happy. Be so, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> passive and nice and like He's kind. like sinister. Can you use that thing on me again? <laughs> <laughs> I feel really bad, like putting such a gross joke in this, but I legitimately thought uh, that. No, I love that theory. Like, what was that that he spit out of the thing? I don't know. His DNA of some kind, but how'd he get it? I know how. So, in the pilot, <laughs> the very first episode of this, you guys asked the question where did Cyclops get his Ruby Quartz glasses? Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. told you guys at the time that it was like Xavier Beast made it for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually Mr. Sinister. Oh, my God. When Cyclops, we're your friends. When Cyclops was... <laughs> in, <laughs> That's rude. I, I didn't want to ruin the surprise. No. How many other things are lies? But this he... Um, you're Sinister. When um, Cyclops was in the orphanage, uh, Sinister was also there. And he secretly designed the Ruby Quartz glasses for Cyclops to be able to control because he needed Cyclops to be able to like live a normal life so that he could actually like wow. function as a person. Um, since Cyclops could never learn to control his power, the reason he actually can't control it technically, he should be able to control it, but he suffered um, head trauma as a child. He's a little dumbass, um, and oh, no. <laughs> that's why he can't control. Well, his parents blew up in a plane crash that him and his brother escaped out of, and that's Did when Sinister he got the head that? trauma. Mm, maybe not Sinister, but someone else. Very Damn. important. Dude, dude, everything in X-Men has like connections to so much other stuff. It's like so hard to talk about without spoiling major things. Damn. But If I had to guess, it was probably the Illuminati or some type of thing. <laughs> yeah. It was maybe probably Captain a little, Marvel. Maybe something a little bit more cosmic. So, so yeah, throughout this speech, we also see, you know, we're seeing flashes of his life. Um, uh, yeah. You see an image of Cyclops fighting a giant yeah, that was weird. winged. Yeah, do you guys know who that is? He had a different costume, too. Yeah. A- Baxter like, Stockman. Baxter Stockman. He no, no, actually no, 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 does no. look like it. <laughs> no, it was uh, T- Timmy Roban. Timmy Roban's in this? Yeah. Timmy Roban? <laughs> yeah. The worst. You just making name. up. You just made up a fake name. Yeah, just like John. <laughs> At least his was funny. <laughs> what was John's? What was John's? Just Ninja Turtles. It was Baxter uh, Stockman. Who's Baxter Stockman? The Fly Guy. Fly. Fly man. Damn, that's a good reference. Anyway, it's Super Adaptoid, uh, and he's a robot. That was another baseball That was player. created by Hydra. Oh, Ricky Doodad. Ricky Shout Doodad. out. Yeah, Ricky Doodad. Wait, say that again, Andrew. Uh, yeah. No. Anyway, <laughs> they show this brief flash of Cyclops fighting this this 
being. Uh, it's super adaptoid. He's a robot built by Hydra, and he's got all of the Avengers powers. So he's got like Hawkeye's bows. He's got like Cap's shield. Oh. He's got Iron Man's armor. Like he's, free guy. Yeah, he's kind. Of, he's also kind of like <laughs> sure. Yeah, he's like he's like. Uh, I'm just gonna blast right through that. Um, yeah, oh, no. like the free guy. Yeah, you know, like free that guy, guy in, like the big Ryan Reynolds and free guy. <laughs> He has a lightsaber, too, just like the Murlocs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, he can mimic and, like, add powers to his repertoire. And, like, he's kind of like Taskmaster. Um, Free Guy's my favorite motion picture. Taskmaster's kind of like Taika Waititi in Free Guy. (laughs) I haven't seen that movie, so I'm just going to let you go. It's really good. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Oh, yeah? Anything else? At the end of this whole thing, Scott's like, yeah, 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 like, do whatever you want. To me, just like leave Gene out of this, Aww. and Gene's like, "No, Scott, we we have to stick together. We gotta die." No, together. he's like, "Gene, I insist. <laughs> I, I want this treatment again. <laughs> sweet, sweet dreams." But yeah, anyway, back at the hospital. Um, so back at the hospital, uh, Storm wakes up. She's up, and Jubilee's like, "Oh, you're not gonna believe it. Morph's alive." And she's like, "Oh, that's great." And she's like, "No, it's actually pretty bad." And Storm's like, "Storm's still pretty positive about it. It's actually a pretty useless scene. It's very short." And well, no, we- it's, it, Storm's able to get a point, the point across that she's like, look, for every person who hates us, there's a hundred who see the truth, and they are the future. I'm glad you brought that up, Andrew, because this scene actually isn't that pointless because of that. And that's what I was trying to get to initially, but you kind of cut me off, and uh, we're trying to go to the next scene. Anyway, I guess we can go there now. <laughs> oh, wait, seriously? Were <laughs> yeah. you? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just covering. Right immediately back to, to Sinister's little lair. Yeah. Um, or actually, time. sorry, right back to the island, Morph lands in the Blackbird, and he sees the crashed boat and hits Cyclops with a cool one-liner when he's not even there. Looks like old Psyche needs some sailing lessons. <laughs> gotcha. Sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he walks into the cave and sees... Sees them strapped up. The guy who left him out to die the man who destroyed his life who ruined everything that he had with wolverine his best friend yep his, his teammates the x-men more yep. had such a good thing going yep and all because cyclops was so scared of letting the team down and die le- and, and dying uh, he was willing to leave morph behind to get picked up by an even more sinister force to be um uh, what's the sinister word? no 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 sorry 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 <laughs> To be, to be manipulated, to be molded, deceived. No, I don't know. I'm gonna give up on that. (laughs) And if, and if you thought that that sailing quip was was good (laughs) enough, he's got another one. I now pronounce you betrayer and betrayus. Is this some kind of sick joke? (laughs) It wasn't a sick joke when you left me to die. Ooh. (laughs) Wait, that's your reaction to morph seeing your your friend. We're getting some indications that Morph's in Cyclops' relationship. I think he's saying sick joke like, this can't be real, like you're dead. Oh, Yes, oh. no, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like I don't Cyclops, think Cyclops can't believe, believe what yeah. he's seeing. He's like, because Morph is turning into the Reverend and turning back. So like Cyclops, as far as he oh, knows, right. leading up to this yeah. moment, he's like, my best friend, the priest, <laughs> just married me. Or and- Cyclops like doesn't understand Morph's powers still. He's like, <laughs> what the fuck? You're the priest too? My best friend? He like thinks it's been him the entire time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gene, something's happening. <laughs> this guy's morphing. My best friend. Priest, sleep tight. But yeah, Cyclops is just like amazed he's still alive. Like Cyclops has plotted this whole thing. You think Mr. Sinister's bad? 
he was like, I'm jealous of Wolverine and Morph's friendship. You guys seem close. Oh, I'm thinking about whoa. proposing to Gene pretty soon, and I need a best man. And I don't have one because no one likes me. Whoa. I'm going to have to fucking leave Morph behind. So what if I tear apart this friendship so that I can have Wolverine all to myself so that he can be the best man? Well, guess what? He kind of fails at that. I mean, yeah. He makes zero, very little effort they to actually very good befriend friend. Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, who do you think was his his best man at that way? It was Scambit, right? Because that's the only guy who was there because Beast was I off guess, meeting yeah. the president. Right. And Gambit was like the only guy. I guess we could go back and, and look like at who was standing Gambit. next to him. He like doesn't even like Gambit. So what was that about? No, Cyclops got no friends. We got to work on that, Cyclops. Professor well, X was like, no one likes him. Mm, sorry, so- I couldn't make it. <laughs> I had uh, personal uh, matters <laughs> to attend to. I was on a Zoom. Uh, all right, then Sinister comes out. He reveals that he was the one. Oh yeah, that's Morph, the other Morph thing. doesn't remember. Morph who he is. keeps forgetting who he is yeah. every time he sees him. And he's like, he pretty much reveals, hey, I'm the one who found you that night, and I put a bug in your brain, boy. I, I healed you up, <laughs> I put a bug in your brain, and now you're controlled. And the bug is, like, specifically geared towards, like, everything that's evil and bad about him and brings that out. Negative thoughts, So, so I, I think it's, like, this weird thing where, like, Morph, when he's that guy, it's, like, two different guys almost. Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. remember what he's doing when he's evil Morph. Yeah. And he, when he's evil Morph, all he remembers is, like, the bad thoughts of when he was good Morph. He doesn't remember any of the that good makes Morph sense. stuff, right? Yeah. It's, it's the Gollum Smeagol. Uh, sure. Dr. Jackal and Mr. High. Dr. Jackal. Thanks. Jackal. Mr. Jackal and Dr. I'm a Jackal. <laughs> Seuss. Uh, yeah, but so anyway, Morph finally remembers, though, and he, like, hates it. He, like, tries to, yeah, he sort of rejects it, and he's like, no, I, what? Get no. this bug out of my brain. But thankfully, the X-Men bust in. Wolverine, Gambit, Beast, Rogue, they blast through that wall. But guess who comes up? It's old Yeller, <laughs> get it? Himself, Ruckus. I'll let you try my Wu Tang style. Bring the motherfucking Ruckus! Yeah. And he just screams at Wolverine and messes him up. <gasps> <laughs> it's like kind of the most. Hey, guess what? He always like calls it out before he does <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, listen to this. <laughs> I mean, this is probably the most messed up Wolverine gets since he fought Sabretooth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he says... I never thought a super sense of hearing could be so painful. That's because you never heard Ruckus raise a Ruckus before. There's like a hairball. So Wolverine and Hairbag sort of, they, they pair up. They're, they're going at each other. You know, got the two feral guys going after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Beast and Slab, the two big boys. They're Slab obviously to, fighting. Slab tries to swipe Beast with a big palm yeah, he tree. he rips a palm tree up and tries to hit him like a baseball back. And then, and then Robe, she grabs it, yeah. swings it like a golf club. And yep. she says she says like four or something like she that. Says, fuck like, you, Slab. Rogue's just having fun with it. She's <laughs> toying with people. Yeah, I know yeah. she says, uh, y'all don't mind if I play through? Uh, it's nice to be able to fly. Yeah, and, and it's so, nice to be able to have every power, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to be the most powerful <laughs> mutant on the planet and to just be a chill chick from the south. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, and so yeah, Wolverine he's fighting against Hairbag, but then Hairbag's breath is like super toxic to him. Um, stinky, yeah, yeah, it's super stinky. So he's kind of ozone times five. He's getting fought, or he's sorry, he's also fighting Slab too. He's getting both of them at the same time, basically. I love, I fucking love Sinister's group of like Tim Burton dudes. Yeah, like he's got the guy. gross boys. Well, so that's like weird. Sinister's thing throughout the comics too. Because yeah. when he's first, when he's first introduced in like the mid late '80s, he's got this team called the Marauders, and they're responsible for the Mutant Massacre where they like killed most of the Morlocks. Oh Jesus! Um, I don't don't know if they're doing that, but. Um, yeah, that's like another sort of random team Sabretooth's on it. Uh, mm. And Gambit's responsible for putting it together. Um, that's what? Like, but that's before Gambit joined the X-Men. And it's like oh, and God. Sinister, uh. again, in his classic secret manipulation mode, Gambit didn't even realize he was doing that. 
until Sinister revealed what it was after the fact. He's like, oh, by the way, you helped me assemble a super team of villains that I'm going to use to kill a bunch of mutants. Jesus, Sinister is a massive villain that I have literally never heard of. Not, that, I mean, I don't know a lot about the X-Men. No, but most like, people don't who don't really read the comics or anything. It's like, kind of crazy none of the movies have like had him as like the Thanos well, style Well, because he villain. looks the way he looks. Yeah. True, but you could make him, I don't know. But, I mean, they tr- they tried Apocalypse and he looked like shit. So. Just make him look like Morbius, <laughs> well, the, the modern, coolest hero in the, the modern comics do a really good job. There's some recent books um, that have done a good job of showing Sinister not looking like a total doofus, where he's just like a guy with super pale skin and mm. just looks kind of evil. Put him in a suit. Yeah, yeah, you just kind of put him in a normal suit. Um, but and you just but you can keep all the like diabolical, like super genius, evil geneticist stuff. But uh, yeah, so anyway, back to the fight. Um, Gambit is the one to save Wolverine. Oh yeah, he throws a card. Uh, over and, and sort of is able to blow up hairbag and slab uh, and then gorgeous George grabs Gambit come to gorgeous pretty boy Gambit likes to play hard to get you've got to play harder than that he's about to fucking rip he starts Gambit. stretching yeah. Gambit. he starts stretching him limb from limb like he's gonna pull his arms and legs off gorgeous yeah. George is my guy he's cool I like him I mean he's got a sick Australian these dudes accent. are just like wrestlers too. I mean I like minus like... hair back I really love the nasty boys aren't the nasty boys little literally wrestlers yes yeah there's a wrestling group called the nasty boys come to gorgeous pretty... come to gorgeous pretty boy <laughs> like what that's awesome I love meeting a new villain group you know yeah they got their own little thing going on. So and- Gorgeous, as they call him, yeah. uh, grabs Gambit. And as you could hear, he starts stretching him. And as he does that, Rogue then comes and uh, tries and kind of just like... Uses that palm tree again. Yeah, smacks him, but he kind of morphs around it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then grabs her, like wraps himself around her body, and she just does a super spin. Yeah, his skin is sort of like tar-like, so he can like really stick to people yeah. and stuff. It's Play-Doh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She spins no, really. and he kind of just like goes all over the place. Um, yeah, he and just then, flies off. Yeah, and then uh, Ruckus sees that all this shit's going down, and he's like, "I gotta yell again." So he's about <laughs> to yell, and then Beast grabs him from behind and and covers his mouth and says poetry. And Hairbag jumps all over her too. Right, and then oh yeah, and then Beast throws uh, Ruckus. Into what slab hairbag? I don't know. He kind of takes everybody out in one big. It's a fucking action-packed scene. Yeah, he chucks Ruckus into hairbag, but not after, not before quoting uh, Alfred Lord Tennyson uh, uh, in the poem "Literary yes. Squabbles." The noblest answer unto such is kindly silence when they brawl. That's weird. I didn't put that in my notes. I just wrote "fuck." Yeah, I wrote <laughs> "oops." Time to sleep. I gotta quote Scorpions. my beast boy. <laughs> so this poem was written in. No, I'm not gonna. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally, the poem is like about. I did read it uh it's just about like how he thought it was so dumb that like l- like scholars fought like literary scholars like fought over like poetry and shit he's just like it's so dumb like and that's why this final line is you know the noblest answer answer unto such is kindly silence when they brawl like just also, uh, just like hey shut up it also has to do with ruckus who yells think and, about that and that's why you tune into the x-boys folks so they pretty much take out mm-hmm. the nastiest of the nasty boys and wolverine says this practiced with the b team now it's time for the big game. <laughs> and that big and that's, game uh, when is sinister. We, yeah, that's sinister. But that's also when we realize that Wolverine has never seen sports before. <laughs> <laughs> big ball time. Yeah, time for the big game sports beat team, you huh? Know, he's been like, wandering what? in the Canadian wilderness for a lot yeah. of his life. He's not really tuned in. To- the big game. <laughs> the big game. X-Men. 
So yeah, they try to go after Sinister, but Sinister just starts blasting them with lasers. Out of his hands. Yeah, out of his hands, out of his suit, out of everything. He's just, like, it's like an onslaught. Well, Cyclops finally, he makes the emotional play to Morph. He says, look, you're still an X-Men. Like, you can, you can, you have the power to, to help us. You, you can, you alone can stop this. Yeah, free us from our shackles. Yeah, and he, he grabs his gun instead and goes up to Sinister, um... And starts shooting him, just point, just shooting everything he's got at Sinister, and every single shot just goes through Sinister. He heals instantly. It's like a T one thousand. He's just instant. Like, huh, you think that's gonna stop me? But Cyclops completely, yeah, out of nowhere is, is able so to just break free from yeah. the bonds. So fucking stupid. Yeah, that and it should have been like you said. Like Morph should have. He should have made the play to Morph to be like, "Hey, free us, help us yes. out." For it all was of right the, there. Like, yeah. you, for all of the good writing. That we've experienced so far. There's some moments this like this is that are... really fucking stupid. Yeah, Cyclops just rips his first. I got a few notes on this. He rips the shackle off his arm, then r- just rips the collar off. Yeah, that's been holding them back because he's fueled by the rage of his seed being stolen. Okay, that's yeah. He's like, oh, Where- I need that worm back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good. Yeah. So he he busts out, and then and then this part really pissed me off. Okay. He takes his sunglasses off to to. I knew I knew you were going to break Jean's uh, shackles, and then the last two. It's two separate eye beams, which are on his eye, on two different hands. He blasts in different directions on both eye beams. Yeah, on two separate things. Like I'm not going to defend it. Don't look at me. How does he do that? He doesn't have real eyes. He just like. He just like spreads his eyes out and they go in different directions. He like put one ruby quartz lens like in the middle of his of his eye line and then Ugh, that whatever. split the beam. This is, a, this is a rough scene. Look, for, they play okay. X Men first. They play uh, pretty fast and loose with his powers in this quick moment. Yeah, we'll let it slide just for the sake of. Our but by sanity. the way, he is busting out of those shorts and that t shirt. He's looking good. But then Sinister is still shooting his lasers at at the rest of the X Men. Sinister blasts Morph after Morph shoots him with his gun. It does nothing. Um, Cyclops runs up and shoots Sinister with his eyes, with his beam. Full force. And his body starts, like, disintegrating. Sinisters. To be Sinisters, yeah. It's, like, green like green disintegration, and like, yeah. And Sinister seems very surprised and very upset. And uh, let's, let's take a little listen. My body! This is so, you like playing God with mutants' lives? Well, just keep away from my friends! Oh, oh my. Full blast. Big blast into Keeps a palm tree. Keeps blasting Sinister over <laughs> and over and over again. Keep just, away from my friends! Like, He's we've pissed. never seen Cyclops go full rage mode. Like, yeah. I thought I thought we had. The animation is, like, I thought he was pretty detailed. pissed in the season finale, but yeah. here he is, like... It just Wolverine occurred, status. It just occurred to me that Sinister's plan's terrible because if you're going to make an army of Cyclopses, they can all beat you. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, well, clearly no, yeah. he can control them, though. Oh, and he's and, like, and, be, yeah, he'll yeah, be their father, slayers. and he will, yeah. yeah. So they're going to have Cyclops' power and Jean Grey's also power. Like, they, I mean, two very powerful people. At least Jean Grey can, like, keep her shit locked up. Like, she can keep things under control mentally. It seems Cyclops like everyone's is assuming, very fragile. Uh, everyone's assuming a lot about the mutant gene thinking that you're going to get the same powers as your parents. I'm like, they could get anything. It's not how it works. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Literally anything. Yeah. 
So Sinister's like, yo, power up the jet. We're get we gotta get the fuck out of here. He's running away. Cyclops literally still giving him a little yeah, blast. As as him he's and, him away. and the nasty boys flying off to the sinister jet. Yeah. Can't wait to see those guys again. So then oh, so Jean runs great. up to Cyclops and she's like, Oh my god, thank God everything's okay. No. Now we can It's not okay. <laughs> she's like, Yeah, but now we can finally go Gene, shut up. I hate you. <laughs> We're no longer married. Yeah, yeah, totally. But now we can Our go... marriage was a lie. No, of course. But now we can finally go back to the I mainland. will not stop until Sinister has paid for what he has done. But the well, I already mentioned this, but he's like, Yeah, we can go back unmarried. It's like he's just his one thing after another, but then they just start macking. And guess who sees that? They do. Wolverine. And, and hey, Gene says, We're still married in our hearts, you know? And yeah. that's what really matters. And they're making out, and then Wolverine sees this, and he's like, Fuck, I, I And can't. he immediately asks where Morph yeah, is. Like, yeah, he's like, Anyway, uh. And then for some reason, not the Blackbird, but another Morph jet. Well, the X jet. No, no, I thought it was the X-Jet. No, oh, no, it's the Morphmobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Morphmobile. We have to do a tally of jets in this episode. I don't know where they're coming from. Why didn't you just take the Blackbird? Because they need the Blackbird so to get Morph home. So Morph took the I Blackbird know, like, over, and the X-Men took the Morph jet over, and then Morph was like, swapped. you know what? I'll leave them the X-Jet. I'm taking the Morphmobile. <laughs> oh, that's actually a good point, because Morph is like kind of good at this point. Yeah. He's, he's like, I mean, I, he's recovering from some stuff, but... Well, because... And, and Beast ex- kind of explains it. Here, here. Morph, no! Morph may be afraid of what he would do if he stays with us. Right. He must learn to deal with what he has become. He's my friend. He's the only one who could ever make me laugh. Uh, I'm uh, not going to uh. desert him this time. So, wow. That's a lie because... Uh, Throwing it straight back to the pilot. He met some friends in a, in an icy, icy village. Kiowak. <laughs> we <laughs> saw him laughing with Kiowak and... Uh, yeah, that's the happiest he has ever been. He thought he had found peace. So is, but they didn't make him laugh that much. I mean, Wolverine, they did when they were tossing him up on that trampoline. But. Yeah, does he mostly made him laugh? He made himself laugh with his jokes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so is is Wolverine only like Morph because he makes him laugh? Those two dudes pulled the pranks in the house. Dude, exactly. Exactly. They were the ones goofing around. He's like, I've been fucking frowning ever since Morph was gone. I need some laughs. Yeah, exactly. He's got no one to joke with. He's got no one to make fun of Cyclops with anymore. Like, you know? he, he just mostly has fights with Gambit. Mm-hmm. Cyclops is not fun at all. And Morph was on his side the whole time. Jubilee's kind of fun, but he's constantly saving her. Beast is a drag. Beast, you can't talk to him. Beast is too smart for Wolverine. Yeah. He doesn't waste his time. Yeah, it's uh, and the the ladies forget about it. They just don't want anything to do with the little furball chicks. <laughs> <sighs> Hard cut to Xavier. Hard cut, Antarctica. Antarctica. Xavier is just sitting, waiting in his wheelchair like a dum dum. Yeah, and Magneto shows up and he's like, "I knew you were a liar." He's like, "What?" And then, you, but and you're he's lying like, to no, me. No, you're the liar, actually, because you were in trouble. And he's like, no, 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 wait a second, because I was, you were. No, you sent me on. the message. Uh, and then a giant explosion, and there's an avalanche. Yep. Well, f- moments before Xavier senses a sinister presence. Yeah, what the fuck was that about? I don't know. Was it just a little wink? I mean, I mean, it's not even little. I mean, maybe sinister is <laughs> yeah. around in Antarctica. Maybe that's where he went off to. Does Xavier know Xavier, who Xavier is? sensed him, is sensing something. I mean, unless it's just literally him being like, I'm sensing an avalanche. I'm sensing someone named Sinister. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Sinister. <laughs> yeah, giant avalanche comes towards them. They get run over by an avalanche. They're probably both yeah. dead, I would assume. And that's going to be the end of Xavier and Magneto, probably, right? Yeah. That's what you get. Well, it's at least the end of the episode. So talk to you guys later. Whoa, whoa, just whoa, kidding. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's rank it. Let's talk about it. Let's rank it. John? 
IMDb, um, do you have them ready? Well, yeah, I do. I, I want to ask you guys, what do you think is the higher rated of the two, if you had to guess? I would one. guess part two. I say one. I say two only because of the nasty boys. And don't tell us what it is, but tell us, or, or don't tell us the number, but tell us which is highest. One of you is right. Yeah. No, but tell, <laughs> tell us which one. <laughs> That's what we're asking. <laughs> Who's right? Yeah, well, one of us. Andrew. Hey, Part I knew two? it. Yeah, it's because the Nasty two. Boys, man. I'm telling you, yeah. they were Who the super fuck relevant. Who cares about Nasty Boys? You're the number one Nasty Boy fan. They suck. No, I just like George. I like Gorgeous. Gorge George? Yeah, dude, he rocks. Come to gorgeous, pretty boy. Come to gorgeous, pretty boy. <laughs> Would you say he's your new favorite, like, like C-lister? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you guys pick up any other, like, favorite? I do really like Ruckus, though, stuff? just because of how he looks and also his... Deeply violent inhales. Oh! <laughs> yeah, like last season we got the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants featuring a lot of heavy hitters, and this season we get the Nasty Boys featuring a bunch of dudes you've never heard of. Featuring bald guy. But I love I love Sinister as a villain. I think he's going to be a great seasonal villain. Mm-hmm. Um, way nuts. better than per, I think the humans were in season one. Way more threatening. Um, and it's cool. Like They were able to, in two episodes establish both the world human threat and also the specific mutant threat whereas last season it kind of took them four full episodes to sort of get those across where are the sentinels at probably still <laughs> ah fuck the sentinels. they're in the future <laughs> can you imagine someone like is watching season or episode one of season two and they're just like where the fuck are the sentinels i watch for the robots <laughs> yes i want the, the robots this man. is boring <laughs> Well, you got a little bit of super adaptoid. All right, let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, episode one is a seven point eight. Andrew. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, seven six. Seven nine. Well, I was real close. Episode episode two is gonna be eight point one. Yeah, I'm with you. Really? Nailed it. Nice. <laughs> That's an X boys high five for you. All right, uh, let's do. Unmuted. <laughs> What, so what, wait, what did you guys uh, like about the episode? This is exciting because it's the first time that uh, I liked an episode more after we talked about it. Oh wow! I think we discovered some cool shit about. Oh, uh, we one. dug deep, and you were into it. I, I didn't love. I didn't love the, these when I watched them, just because. I don't know. It it felt like we were just doing the same thing again. As much as I love Morph, obviously. <laughs> Um, you felt like it was more of a reach. It was great for yeah. me yeah. having a reboot. It was great for me having really disliked Morph because this was just like, whoa, he rocks. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a great character turn. It's yeah. really inspired too, especially for like children's programming. Again, this is a children's show, and they're like digging into so many sadly relevant like social political issues and like yeah. like hatred and bigotry and violence, like actual like white supremacy mm-hmm. style, like you know villains and stuff like it's the, and really I, heavy and what i say about morph also affects my score i like part one more than i like part two mm. because i mm-hmm. like his whole infiltration a lot yeah that's that's great. my favorite really that's good. the shit that's true and i think the writing and the plotting of that is so again like i said it earlier but it's so well done yeah. it's hard for me to separate these two more than any other two-parter like it's these, tough these yeah. two are connected they're very connected yeah no we we're because we're only going to grade them as one big mm-hmm. score so. i i really don't love the nasty boys well, sorry. Get used to mm. them. All right, rating time. I like them as like guys that the X Men can fight. You know, yeah. like guys just people to fight. Whereas I like Sinister as a big villain. That Sinister's great. Yeah, I have no problem. I have no. I mean, the way that he he was the one who ultimately tore the team apart. Sure, it was Morph, but it was really him. Since you know, look, they took a lemon and made lemonade with the Morph bringing him back from the dead mandate. Mm-hmm. 
is this the first instance of like Twitter bullying into like getting what your fans? Oh, like fan fan bullying, like well, if they did, they did in the best way possible. Release the morph. That's what I'm saying. It turned into a good thing. Like yeah, maybe sometimes listening to the fans work. Look like like uh, here Sonic. You know Mm -hmm. the redesign. (laughs) Yes, Snyder cut. Snyder cut. Hey, it was better than the Whedon Batman cut. Batman versus Superman Snyder I'll cut. I'll stand by Rob it. Snyder. I'll say it. Ultimate edition. Rob Snyder. Yeah. Rob this the Rob Snyder Making cut. Making copies cut. Making yeah. <laughs> Making copies. Uh all right. Flash. How, how Flash. are we how are we Flash makes copies in the speed force? Right. What are we rating the episode out of today, boys? Part one and two. Two oh one, two oh two. I think we should quote our boy Morph. The Bard. Honor Morph's return with uh, copy action. We can do it out of copies. Making copy. Absolutely. Yep. Can I? I'll go first. Okay. Episode one. Well, Is no, this... we're do. It's both together. No. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. That's how we did Night of the Sentinels. That's how we did Days of Future Past. That's how we do all the two parters. We do all the parters as one single score. No, we didn't. Yes, I'm. I'm looking at it right now. Holy shit. That's how we should do it. I'm it's, nodding. It's, I I didn't know that either. I. That's really? Single, I thought we did them separately. Because it's a, it's meant to be a single story. I guess because so we do you com- rate the story. I guess because we combined some of the we did no, other we, two parters that. But we that, separated yeah, those episodes because they weren't I, parts I got those one mixed and two. Up. Okay. Okay. Oh Jesus! This kind of fucks up. Well, I guess it actually so makes as it as a easier. whole. What does part? I'm going to be more positive now because I was going to rate part one higher than part two, but like only by a point by so a now one you can copy. Just merge them into whatever. Now I can morph them into one episode. And I will give this a very high eight. Okay. All right. Mm. Do I want to do a nine? I'm okay. So I'll 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 go. You think about it. Uh, all right. For now, eight copies. I'm going nine copies. Okay. I feel, um, I feel better now. You, your excitement about it got me more excited. I'll say that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hey, happy happy to. No, add I'm more so, excitement no, 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 into no, no, the no. X world. Nine. I'm giving it nine copies. I love morph. This was a really significant episode for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's important. There's it, a lot of good writing in like, this. Like there's episode. some stupid shit, but there's really good writing. I don't like the Randy boys or like whatever the they're, fuck they're called. <laughs> they're <And> simultaneously <laughs> teeing up the ne- this season while also like touching on stuff from last season. Retcon. And, 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little bit of retconning. <laughs> But they're 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 mostly shoring up some like loose ends and stuff. I mean, yeah. they're just the whole series is coming together and taking a bigger picture in a way that it never has before. Nine nine copies. All right, and that's two nines, John. Two nines, John. What do you got? Season two is about solidarity, about brotherhood. Wow. About well, we don't know that's coming together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if any of that's true, but I'm gonna give this a nine. Hey. Wow. Nine. Last time we were Gambit was in it. Oh, and he was yeah. like good in it too. Yeah. Life don't get much better than this. It really don't, folks. And we should get out of here before we take up too much more I'm of your time. I'm falling asleep. That gives us all a score of nine. That makes this the third highest rated episode of all time behind Whoa. Night of the Sentinels in number one and Days of Future Pasts part one and two in the number two slot. That's kind of nuts, but I- I'm down with it. Next week, we've got episode three of season two, Whatever It Takes. We're going to the mountains of Kilimanjaro and the oh, Serengeti plains of Tanzania. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Where a shadowy threat lurks. Shadowy threat. And who's our main character? Storm, I believe. It's right? a big Storm episode, folks. Oh, so buckle yeah. up. Finally Let's get to dig it. into some of Storm's backstory. We're we love it. We love about Storm. Some more claustrophobia, maybe. <laughs> All right. We wasted enough of your time. Oh, geez. We got to get the hell out of here. And remember. I hear you don't like you.
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Henry. I'm Andrew. I'm John. Bye bye. Sweet dreams. And remember. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be my new catchphrase? What? And remember, (laughs) don't say anything. (laughs) Oh, that was exhausting.